don't, don't do a countdown. Just freaking start. What the hell and we're on? good. <laughs> and we're back. God. Uh, we're, that there. was pretty loud. <laughs> I didn't blow out some ears. Uh, we're back, no, guys. That bad. You're good. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back again. I don't know how many times I'm going to tell Mikey, you don't need to coach. <laughs> Shut up. Just give them iPads. Give them, I don't know, what are they on? Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> My kids what? on my kids on Pokemon. Pokemon, what are these kids now? And no, Sonic, and uh, I don't know what else she's into. She, well, uh, actually, she's into a lot of things. So, but yeah, our schedules got always gotta try to get to it. Yeah, we we've missed, not missed, but there's a lot that's happened since the last podcast. Right, the last podcast was uh, uh, that was like t- yeah, it's like two, two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago we yeah. missed a lot, a lot of things that happened importantly, a lot of things that uh, I've learned even more that I want to get to. <sighs> Uh, just from college soccer, again, more of that stuff. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, where where can I start? I actually want to start and say the whole uh, the whole Atlas and Querétaro thing. Oh yeah, that was pretty bad. I do want to. I did. <coughs> well, want, I thought we I, talked I about that. No, that was that was right after we we talked. About oh, we it. talked about but it. Yeah, not on the podcast. Sorry, I can't keep up with half this conversation sometimes. Right? It's like <laughs> it, was it a podcast? Or yeah. Because again, it's our conversations every yeah, day. This is, this is literally what we do. Every day. <laughs> so I forget if it's a podcast or if we're just <laughs> we're um, hanging out. Yeah. No. Uh, the real quick, I was watching the game with my dad. Yeah. Literally. Uh, I think you were gone. Yeah. No, you, yeah. You I was gone. Some, I was doing some stuff. I think. Had, stuff. Yeah. Um. So we're watching the game. Obviously, I'm last fan. Um. Watching the game with my dad. We're watching it. Second half came on. Everything was normal and. And then we just, I kind of noticed from the peripheral of like just people running back and forth in the stands. And I'm like, I thought it was just like a typical fight. So yeah. I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> someone's got scared. They're trying to run away from the typical fight. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the the game kind of like zoomed out and then just you see uh, the ref stop it and then just fans go into the field. And in my head, I'm like, okay, something happened in certain areas of the, of the place because the last time I saw it just, I'm not even going deep in yet, but last time I saw like the Atlas Chivas, like we saw angry people trying to get into the field. Yeah. Like you could see them. <clears throat> yeah. This one was more like, I'm not saying organized, but people were like, okay, we got to get on the field. People were the just. The best way to avoid this situation is we Right, but it wasn't yeah. like, an, it wasn't at a, at a panic. They were just like, okay, I guess they're telling us to get on the field. Or yeah. That's just go way. that way. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? And then as we keep watching, literally like minutes in, minutes in, you just see more of like the hecklers and 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 the the barras that they call the yeah. guys, the big fans that are just like just most some of them got into the field and just started literally beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, some guy with the pole from the from the corner kick was just swinging at people. Jesus, it was really disturbing. Uh, at that, not, it was like whoa, we were watching something live where it was like, are they able to even show this? Yeah, it wasn't as graphic, but like you can tell what's kind of going on. Yeah. Like there was there was a pile of people beating on one guy. Yeah. And then later on they cut off and tried to talk to another announcer on the floor. And then from the peripheral of that, there was like a whole crowd of trying to beat up someone on on the stands. And I was wow. just like, what is going on at this point? Yeah. And we couldn't think. Me and my dad were just like, no, nah, like just it's just getting hectic. Like we didn't know. Yeah. And we were just trying <clears> to watch as much as possible. We were just trying to figure it out and trying to understand what the announcers were trying to figure out. Yeah. At one point, drunk guys with t-shirts try to get an interview in, and the guy tried to interview him really quick. Hey, what's going on? And he said, "Hijo de puta." Da, 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 da. Like, Guess not. I'm like, idiot. Why would you even do that? Yeah. Like, they're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> the t-shirts off. Like, um. So, anyways, like, as we're watching, and I'm like, okay, it's 
pretty much done because then then you see the announcers from the studio go on. Yeah. Pretty much saying, hey, the game's suspended. They're trying to figure out what's going on. They yeah. said a big brawl happened from from the away team, which was Atlas. Uh, because I remember when I was watching the game, they had literally a section to themselves. Yeah. And in that section, like, you know, I think I'm used to it. I'm sure we're used to it when we're watching the Premier League. There's there's uh, security all the way around. Oh, yeah. In yellow bright shirts, yeah. right? Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, okay, maybe I don't know how it because there's a little, there's an actual fence with Bob Wire on there or is it just fence what I can remember. Yeah. That was just for mm-hmm. Atlas to sit in there. And that was like the crowd, the Radas they're talking about that, that travel with the team all the time. And yeah. Watch. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I get that. Maybe that helps. So again, the game was over. I even left, you know, and then like I remember my mom was watching it too. We're, we're all watching this, me, and then I, oh, sorry. Before that, the one thing that that kind of like dawned on me was pretty curious is what Ronaldo said because Ronaldo came in the house and he was like, "Nah, something, something way more like crazier happened for the fans just to go on the field." And I didn't really think about that how he said it. He's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm probably right," but like I'm thinking like, "Well, wait, what? Like they're just typical fights." Yeah, I get home, you know, I'm on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Twitter. I just I was just on Twitter. Not even I already forgot about the game. I yeah. I got home, chilling on my couch, and I'm scrolling, scrolling, and I just see like, I think BR, uh, Twitter account, uh-huh. BR Sports or BR Soccer, something yeah, like that. Yeah, They put a post and it says, "At least 17 dead at Atlas Queretaro's game." And I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I was like, "That's when I was reading it." Yeah. I was. I read the little paragraph of like seventeen deaths, a certain amount injured during. There was a big brawl, and I'm like, "Oh, all right." I just. I was just watching this game, but the thing that happened where I was just like, "What?" I just started scrolling down the feed, the feed of that post. Yeah. The images and the videos that I saw was like jarring, dude. Like I, I didn't. I didn't think something like these type of things would happen at a game. Like you, we, we, we've known and listened or read or YouTube, Googled past things happen. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Like the hooligans yeah. and, and things like that. And even in Argentina and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But like, I saw the people that were literally in the trenches of other people, like just manhandling each other Yeah, to an extent where I'm like, is he dead? Yeah. Like it was so graphic that like, all I did, because, like, again, me and my dad were watching this, so I texted my mom, and I was like, yeah, something really bad happened. I didn't even have, I, I couldn't even send that to her. Yeah. That's how bad it was. I couldn't, I was like, yeah, she can't even, no, I was like, yeah. I can't, I'm just trying to describe what it was to her. I'm yeah. like, it was really serious. There's some fucking graphic videos on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, like, I, it's hard, it's like, I don't want to even explain the details because it's even like the image to put in your head is like you can't even imagine those things happen at a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then everything just kind of added up to like, oh, okay, I get why they all went to the field. Yeah. I get why this, this, and this. But that was basically it. There was a brawl that happened. The basic stuff that happened, there was a brawl that apparently, I, I could be wrong, <clears throat> from what I saw on Twitter, someone said, oh, this is what started off. Some guy just came out of nowhere and just started beating up on the opposite team. And then the fence broke open where the teams just started clashing each other. Yeah. That's basically what I saw when it said it started. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And then again, that, that's when I kept scrolling. All the videos were just horrendous and horrific where I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, this is some like serious. If you're talking about deaths, like it looks like what they said. Yeah. And as I kept watching, I was just like, all right, I just, I just, I'm just trying to figure out the actual information. And I, I think this is for the first time ever. I was like, 
sucked in into a a Twitter blow up where I'm like, well, I gotta see what else is going. Like, it went from one thing to another to another. Like, you were in some sense going. of like, I want to see the correct information from the uh the outlets that I watch. Like yeah, ESPN yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or Univision, like yeah. all those deportes. Like, yeah, I just want to see what they're actually saying if it adds up to like the graphic of these random people posting. Yeah, of like, look, this is what happened. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so. I'm just, again, I'm just trying to add it all up as I watch, and I keep scrolling and scrolling and reading. And I'm like, damn it. I, 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 after, like, probably, like, 20 minutes watching in, I was just like, no, it's some serious shit. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll wait till, like, the real news goes on. I'm, not, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. I'm going to wait till the, till the news or the, the deportes that we watch, like, from ESPN. FC report on it. And um, all the Spanish ESPN deportes. Like, I just want to see, yeah, the report of yeah. what they kind of yeah. got from. Yeah. So after that, I mean, they didn't. There was nothing right away. Like, hey, breaking news. Yeah. Um, at least that I didn't pay attention to. I was paying attention to it and following it. So after that, uh, my whole point, I guess, why I, I want to bring this up is because some of the comments that I saw on Twitter too, because I, I kind of like want to say my part on how those comments could be wrong. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. But anyways, the report was there was no deaths. Uh, they were just very badly injured, and they're basically investigating. They investigated the people who were involved, and this was already almost two weeks, right? Yeah. And um, at, so I'm just going off of like right after, and then I guess basically they just reported like it was a big brawl. There was not enough security. Yeah. They, were, they were all surprised, <clears throat> and that there were that there were uh, there was a meeting before the game that this could be a high intense game because it's kind of a rivalry. Yeah. And that basically they had a checklist and they checked it off and they didn't really. They didn't really do the checklist. They didn't like double check the checklist. Or they didn't really go far. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. it's pretty much like, uh, yeah, we got it. Yeah, it feels like how they were explaining to it yeah. on, on the reports, and I'm just like, damn, that's that's fucked up. Yeah. Because even even some of the videos I saw on TikTok, some some security guys like looking and and one of the goalies goes up to him. He's like, you're not gonna do anything. He's like, hey, look. He's like, nah. It was like, what can you do? It's yeah. one guy. Yeah. And apparently they had apparently that says they were supposed to have six hundred, uh, like officials, like security, security, type, like yeah. all armed and stuff. Yeah. And nah, dude, we saw like when me and my dad were watching it, we saw like five on the on the field. Yeah, we were like, nah, like obviously they wouldn't. What the fuck are they gonna do? Yeah, you know. So anyway, that part is how they reported from the first day right after, like, and then they were waiting for like all the sanctions or what's gonna happen. Yeah, the, the all the all that, and some of the pundits like it should be harsh. This this and this. They should be banned for the year and da da da. And then I guess if again I could be wrong from just what I remember the following days and what they actually said was the the owner has to sell the team, which somehow he gets money from this because he has to sell the team. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's odd. Yeah, this in itself. Yeah, uh, the team Queretaros, uh, the home team that it happened on, uh, they're 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 all their fans are banned for like the year, but they're they're the hooligan or the barra fans that. They have going to ban for five years. Oh, okay. So they can't those type of fans, which is still hard for me to even. How do you? How do you know? You know, like, I like yeah, we get you're in the section, but like if I no, I I think what well, I have th- to adi- identify. So well, let me just yeah, go, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. So <laughs> that was that because it was both sides. Yeah. Um. So that was that. They had to sell. Hold on. They sell the team. The the, the all the regular fans are banned for a year. Uh, the Barra fans, which was the crazy hooligans, I guess you could say, uh, are are banned for five years, and I could be missing something else. That's from Queretaro's. Uh, from Atlas, um, I think 
their their band their fans are banned I could, again f- I think it was uh for the season the rest of the season mm-hmm. and their and their barra people their crazy fans are, are banned only for like three years oh okay. it was le- it was a lot less Allah's got a lot less punishment is what I'm saying yeah um so then that was that was for that again I I feel like I'm missing a lot of things that I know I could check but yeah just the top of my head for yeah yeah because I'm sure a lot of people already that followed Liga Mekis probably yeah. know enough already by now yeah. But so that at that point, so I'm trying to get to my point of why I'm I'm bringing it up because a lot of people said, and even the pundits were, when they said all this, they were trying to think of the punishment. That they were saying there was comments that they were also reading. They're like, "Oh, Mexico should be banned from the World Cup." And I saw those type of comments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, that's what I'm saying. I got into the Twitter, yeah, Twitter rant over the Twitter back and forth with people on there, and I got sucked into that. Yeah. Where I was like, "Well, hold on." I was like, they're already being banned for verbal discrimination that FIFA said apparently is now at this point. I mean, I have my opinions on that. I think we spoke on it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, when I started seeing people saying, like, this about Mexicans and this and that, I'm not saying I got offended or did get offended or didn't get offended. I guess I'm seeing it more out of a, out of, as a soccer fan yeah. and someone that's grown up around the game. Yeah. And just in general, how things go about of this this time of era of cancel culture, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. <clears throat> when they said cancel them, don't have them in the World Cup. This one coming up, don't have them in the twenty six because they're going to be hosting. Yeah. Twenty six or twenty twenty six, right? Yeah, I think so. And I'm like, hold on. I replied to almost everybody and was like, as much as bad as this happened. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. What happened here? Yeah. It's not bad. Like yeah. it's bad. Yeah. I said. There's no way you can punish the team Mexico and the Federation for the World Cup. Yeah. When things happen like this in your own country, you have I told them they have to govern themselves. So if you're going to say that, then there should never be World Cups. Yeah. I was like, show me one country that is innocent. Not one. Yeah. Not one. We know the things it's crime. It's a crime that at this point it's a crime that happened at a stadium. Yeah. That crimes happen all the time. It's just unfortunate to happen at a big stage where technically it's not supposed to happen. Yeah. Right? So, like, when you go to a game, you're supposed to feel safe and watch and be with your family. Yes, things like this shouldn't happen. Yeah. But when things happen, it happens. The rest of the federation and the other teams that had no involvement should not be punished, yeah. in my opinion, because they had no involvement. There's nothing they could have done. You yeah. know what I mean? And to see those comments, I'm just like, Either you don't give a shit about soccer, or I don't, obviously you don't know these people on Twitter, and you just want to put your your rant out there, which I get. You can say whatever you want, but to tell me that Mexico should be banned, but not other countries for shit that goes on that we don't see. The fact that you guys saw is because it was at a, it was televised, and it was it was in a region that most of you are watching, and you can see it now through Twitter. Yeah, say that. <clears throat> Because there's times, and and I was like, I'm sure there's times back in the day where, again, hooligans in in Europe, Argentina. The only difference is, is that this happened at a moment that was a major televised game. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't just in Mexico. Yeah. Like, these games are shown out here. Yeah. Where almost everyone in this side of the country can watch. Yeah. So, what I felt like, these people were just nitpicking because of what they saw. Yeah. And they were just like, well, show me, Google. Like, we're, I was like, you can Google it. Like, all right, I'll wait for it. I was like. I was like, no, like I'm not gonna waste my time. I'm just explaining to you that I think that's not the punishment that should happen. Yeah. Oh, you can't again, you know, Twitter, I don't know how you are. like Twitter for me, I already know how it is. 
oh, you can't even answer. Oh, you're so for it. I'm like, I just said this was horrible. Yeah. I'm talking about what you're mentioning about the team Mexico, the the the, the national team. Yeah. They shouldn't get punished, and I I believe they shouldn't. And I haven't I haven't delved into it, and, and I don't think they will. I don't think I heard anything yet that. Mexico's gonna get punished for this? No, I don't think there's anything. I to didn't do with hear them. any of that because, yeah, no, because it makes like, come on, they had nothing to do with it. They, again, just in my opinion, on just things in general. Yeah. Same with uh, what's going on with the war. I I strongly believe not every Russian uh, footballer should get punished, mm-hmm. or even the clubs. It, it, it kind of like when I saw it, I even posted it one time. I was like, this sucks. Like these people should not get punished for something they have no control over. You know, yeah. it's like because that's that's their government. That's that it's the government. They can't you know, they, do can't, that. they can't do much from it because they're just they're going about their business playing soccer and they're, yeah. they're living their life to see to see their country and government do something that again it's out of their control shouldn't be punished. Yeah. All I'm saying, like you can't I, I you can't like speak against it because if something you do, something happens. And you know? right, so then I wasn't gonna get this far, but now I, that we're talking about it, like I understand a little bit why because I I. I I actually want to bring something up to what you just said to the Mexico thing. Wait, wait. I just thought of right now what you probably could have thrown at this person, but which I, I want to hear. I'll, I'll get, I guess what I wanted to, to the it. point I wanted to finish too was the whole like cancel thing and like. Uh, so as for the Chelsea team, because I didn't, I didn't know I was going to go into that whole like realm, but like again, the whole point here is like understanding who should get punished for and this and this and that. And da, da, da. So I guess I knew that the, the owner for Chelsea was close friend to the the president of Russia. Yeah. So. Because at first I was like, well, what does he have to do with it? Yeah. Obviously, this is my point of like doing the research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's an oligarch, meaning he's a rich Russian. That's what that's what they're called. They're, yeah. They basically help uh, with their own government and the president. Yeah. He has a lot of shit, a little money. So it was making sense why Chelsea was hit the hardest out yeah. of all of this because yeah. of that guy's yeah. involvement to this tri- this specific president. Yeah. Which made more understand. It's like saying, okay, if there was an involvement for. The Federation of Mexico was meaning like, hey, I supported kind of like what happened here. Yeah. Then I understand what this person would go through. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was my point of saying like, okay, Mexico had the national team had nothing to do with this. Yeah. It's just that it's unfortunate that it was in Mexico. Yeah. You know, and it was yeah. televised that big. Yeah. But that was my main. Point. Yeah. So yeah. You're gonna say about the Twitter yeah, person. So the they they're saying bad Mexico, and you're just like, well, and like you said, name a country that is innocent on that. Well, I mean. Obviously, this person's never heard of Cuba. This person's never heard of North Korea. I don't know if, for people that don't know when Cuba before when when Fidel Castro was in power. Anytime Cuba came to play outside of Cuba, half the team escaped. There you go. Half the team would escape. There you go. And they would they would have to play with like twelve players. There Twenty you go. some players were picked. Then and, and we always always heard about this at what every time. Uh, the USA one, the Gold Cup, the right? Gold Cup. Oh. Every time, twelve every players time. left. They flee. They f- they fled their hotel. They broke the window. They threw the TV down as a weight, or they tied it to the TV, and they all snuck out. <laughs> I was like, what? And no one knows where they're well, at. Again, yeah, that's my point. And of these, well, yeah, well then the other one is the the North Korean team when they went to the World Cup for the first time. Ever. I was like, we all know who North Korea is, oh. but we allowed them to play in the World Cup, and it's like, um, I'll never forget that game because they played Brazil, and every player was in tears because yeah i'm sure it was like a dream for some of those guys and his kids to play soccer and to be on that stage and to finally be there they could care less what the score was they were just yeah. fucking happy to be there like and, the and i re- and i remember um i think i think they said they allowed the the north koreans to like lounge around with like the teams in the in the hotels or whatever and like because of their their communist ways and like what they can and can't have 
they were like astonished to see a flip phone. A flip phone. I think one of the players had a flip phone. Like, oh look! And they're like, they were amazed by it. And it's like, so to that point of that guy, it's like, okay, I get what happened here. Yeah, it is horrific, but it's like, there's been other countries that have done that's that's gone like as a whole as a country is far worse to the point where it's like they tell their players, no, 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 you can't play outside of here. You have to only stay here. Yeah, and that's that's basically what I said. It's like then there should not be a World Cup ever. Yeah, yeah, because not every country is innocent. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's mm-hmm. like. It's so it's just it's just hard to basically at this point like we're I tell people in general just in life too like we're all we're all hypocritical in some way we all nitpick what like I want to say because I feel some type of way about this but like oh didn't you just do that yourself yeah in a different way yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't realize you did it yeah you know what I mean yeah I get it like those type of things you get it's, it, it's it's tough when it when it comes to the sport and you know the political side you know they they always a lot of a lot, a lot of these sports you know, players, federations, they don't like to get into the political aspect because it tends to say you have a view on things and you pick a side. And in sports, you, as much as we pick sides on teams, we don't want to pick sides in terms of like the political aspect because it's, it, it puts a target on that country or that federation, whatever, to, for the other countries to be like, no, like right now, like, or before, um, which one was, I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was Bulgaria or, there was a country before, like I think it was like a year ago. Um, they um, they banned the whole gay thing with or the the LGBT community. Like they banned something in their country that you can't talk about that stuff. Uh it was the World Cup, Russia. No, was it Russia? Yeah. So here, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking that when I was talking. Uh, that was another point. I, I thought was it was no, I thought it was somebody else. When the World Cup in 2018 happened in Russia, no, it was Germany. No, 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 it was in Russia. Here's why I'm gonna tell you, and this is how you're gonna. I oh, can remember yes, yeah, okay, I, I, I okay. Think, I, I think I'm think gonna I tell remember. you what I can remember, and you probably. I think I remember so now. So when when they in in Russia, you, there's obviously there's it's a com. You can't you can't speak about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember specifically because I have a friend. She's she's in she's from Russia, and she, yeah. She also tells me certain things. Um, I remember. Um, specifically, that how they were saying like there's so many countries coming in. Even I'll get to Qatar because. Even Qatar has rules. They can't drink. Yeah. Outside of, on the on the on the land of the country. Yeah, yeah. There's there's it's prohibited. Yeah. So I'm gonna get to Russia again, but I remember I was telling you I was watching like a quick documentary how fast the stadiums are getting built in yeah. Qatar, and they asked them like, hey, so how are you gonna do it with the people of wanting this drink and those type of people? It's different. And I guess the guy that one of the guys that runs a whole uh, or organized thing for the World Cup was like, we're gonna be lenient. But also be respectful to our land. Yeah. Meaning, like, so far right now, we're only allowing them to drink in the hotel. Inside. Yeah. So yeah. if you go outside, you're going to get fucked. Yeah. Which is hard for these type of people. Oh, yeah. Because they want to enjoy themselves, oh, right? Of so that's what, what I remember when I was watching this. Like, oh, that's that similar to what it was in Russia. There was a lot of LGBT community people yeah. there that were going to the game. They couldn't speak on it. But mm. the funniest thing that they did to show their pride was that they wore every country's jersey and every color, and they and they literally took pictures together to make a flag. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. I don't think I saw that one. And that's how I noticed. I, I was like, wow. Check. Like, they they basically said, yeah, this is who we are. We're here in a country that doesn't allow this. Yeah. And they took those pictures through Instagram. It was all over Instagram. I remember because that was one of the things that I didn't know you could do in Russia. And that's, that's how yeah. I found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just by like, oh, I didn't know you could. Oh, shit. Like, you know, and that then this, this type of conversation separate from soccer was going on with other people. Like, you know, like, 
we're the only country that can do anything really. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. You know, other countries don't even allow you to say certain things. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you say something. Yeah. And we're we're seeing it now in Russia. Yeah. The fact that you can hold up a sign that says no more, they, they just grab them and take them. Yeah. You know, so like, so yeah. Um, going to that again, like Qatar. Qatar has some of this uh, unhumane um, stuff that's going on that the people that are building the the, the stadiums are dying and they don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just things like that. And again, the, the, the things I learned in Qatar is like, yeah, you can't drink. This is not a, a land that we, we even sell intoxicated type of, uh, of liquor. Yeah. So when they were saying that during the interview, I was like, yo, we're Mexicans. Like yeah. Mexicans, English, like how are they going to come over here and be like, what, we have to drink first and then walk over there? You have to be sober at the game? <laughs> that or like, <laughs> we're really going to have to find a way to put patches and just like, yeah. Like, are we getting, how are the fuck, like, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, but again, don't be crazy. to that guy. Yeah, on Twitter, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like, you think that's okay? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying that liquor is bad or good. I'm just saying like that's a freedom that's taken away. Yeah, I and mean, if you think that's cool and it's gonna save, yeah. and, and have people come, like I, I can kind of get it in his perspective again from the out, like just looking at different angles, like yeah. how I do. I, I get it. If Qatar is trying to like, if Qatar is like a good just no crime type of land which it looks like yeah then i kind of get it but when you bring in the world literally you're bringing in the world to your country right now for yeah. one game yeah and and in my opinion yeah we want safety we want everyone yeah. to have a fucking good time and you know and banter and whatnot whatever like yeah we don't want to go too far but that's that's inevitable but if they can find a way then i get it yeah but it's in a way where it's like it's kind of harsh because it's like I'm a grown ass man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Most of these guys are gonna be like, I'm grown ass man. Like, how are you gonna tell me I can't drink? You know, like it's weird. Even when I go to Vegas, oh, we can drink on the street. Yeah. And obviously, if you go to Hollywood, right, you can't. Like, we're just used to something like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But with things like this, when it's a big event and you want to make money for the reason of making the event, yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah. But. But yeah, I mean I, that that's uh that's everything that I kinda like looked into and like how I saw this and like how everything is all hypocritical. Yeah. In some ways of like, okay, you can say that, but what about this you're okay with? Because in this world where everything's not clean. Like a lot of stuff is just like you find out later, <laughs> you know when Aziz said it. Who eats meat here? Yeah. Do they all raise their hat or they clap? Have you guys seen the video of how your meat is made? Yeah. Don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. for that reason. Yeah. Like, until you watch something, you're going to be like. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. we knew that it was there. Yeah. We just, like, don't care for until we watch it. Exactly. And that's literally the point of what yeah. happened. Like, you and I, I mean, at least I know. When I see things, it's not that I'm surprised. Again, the, what I was surprised at, how these gra- these videos were so graphic, where I was like, like, I knew... There's those type of people in Mexico because of cartels yeah. and shit like that. But I didn't know it would get to this beautiful game that we watched yeah. that it shouldn't be a part of. Yeah. Which it was just very hard to see because there were a lot of young guys yeah. that were in this. It was like guys that were younger than us. Yeah. You know, and it was just like, damn. But the only thing that also that I did not like that they mentioned, and it's, uh, it's, it's nothing that's never changed, is that in Mexico... Uh, it's also a type of country they don't tell you the truth through the media. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's how everyone feels nowadays with media anyways. Yeah. Um, but in Mexico, it's been like that. Uh, and the pundits of the, the reports of the, the stations were pretty much saying that towards the whole the whole segment they had. Like, yeah. 
They pointed <clears> out certain <throat> events of like, oh, remember the students in 1970? They were disappeared, and they said like just shit that was coming up. So it was hard to see that when I first saw the the tweet, it said 17 dead, but then the rest of the news was like, no, 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 only 22 were really bad injured. Like, yeah. So it's like, wait, hold on, then who's telling the truth here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess for me, it gets to a point where I'm like. Am I just still in the Truman Show? Am I still just gonna wait right. like until I poke something and don't see anything in the back? Like yeah. fucking like lights <laughs> and shit. Like, like who really at this point? It's like I saw what I saw, and I think either way it's not right. Yeah. Because I saw it in a soccer stadium. Yeah. And the trippiest thing is like I I know I probably mentioned it a little bit earlier. Yeah. So basically all of that we're all just you all just want to pinpoint certain things and and the last thing I wanted to say was pretty funny. There was another a couple other videos that showed. At the Caretaro game and, and Atlas game that had own their own security open up gates, own security on the phone, just every be- literally behind. I don't know if you saw that video where the, the security guy or the was on the phone. No, I haven't seen really anything. So there was a guy in the on the phone, security, everything yeah. all suited up, and behind him was all the people running back and forth. Jeez. He was just like talking over. Jeez. But uh yeah, just to end that, I didn't think I was gonna take too long, but just yeah. to end that is like there's no place for it. Obviously, we want everybody to be safe. I want I want people to enjoy the games. Um, I n- understand Mexico is a lot different. People always think, and it seems true that when money is involved, when they don't want to pay for certain things, you see what happens when you don't pay. Yeah. But then again, the struggles of a certain league that doesn't have that type of money like we do in the states, um, it's just a lot of a lot of dynamics come into play, and and and, and just trickles down to like the root of what really can be done or how can it be done yeah and uh it just makes it it makes the game and just ba- look bad and it also makes it makes it uh tough for that team Queretaro's and atlas to 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 kind of bounce back it's going to take a while for that Queretaro team because they're not going to have fans yeah you know and, and they're selling the team like again like the guy that sells the team is making money off of what just happened yeah so it's harsh but um but yeah that's that's that was pretty trippy that was something that i never thought i would see it was yeah, that was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but that was that, man. Yeah. Soccer. Let's keep it beautiful. Right? <laughs> even uh, though it's not beautiful all the time, even when we watch and we root. No, it's know. always. What what you've missed? What have you missed? What, what did you miss in the past two weeks? I don't know what I missed. What are you talking about, man? You live in soccer. What have I missed? Well, the, fir- the, the, the first rounds would happen, right? The Champions League? We're going to get to that. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what else I missed. <laughs> but I do want to talk to something about that I learned that maybe could be helpful to your players, young players, mm-hmm. that I learned. Uh, went on, a, on an actual, I guess you could say an actual visit to a school, oh, yeah. university. Went with our other brother, Ronaldo. And I wanted to go because I really, I again, I'm so intrigued with this sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've grown up around it. We've grown up to play it. We love it. We watch it. We talk about it. Um, The reason why I go is to to understand dynamics of why, why this, why that. Yeah. Do we need this? Is this helpful? Like, this is how it should work. Um, Because I came from a background that just was about soccer. I grew up, we grew up, it's funny because we grew up playing other sports on the streets, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Basketball, football, like <laughs> we we all play, we played. We were the only probably Mexicans on the street playing hockey. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. We, were, we were playing hockey, bro. Like hockey. Hold on, hockey. <laughs> hockey. Hockey. <laughs> like, were they just let you fight? Yeah. <laughs> it's hockey. Oh my god. So um, so yeah, um, we went on an official visit, I guess you could say, with our youngest brother Ronaldo, who's in the middle of trying to decide where he's gonna go for the next fall. Uh, and there's certain dynamics. There's a lot of interesting dynamics, and I'm trying to be as 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 respectful and blunt and real about what I've learned yeah. in his process. Yeah. Because, like I said earlier, we came from a background of different sports, and but mainly soccer. Yeah. And the reason why I went and brought into it, and I'm kind of more like intrigued, going out of my way to see this, because I I ended up going a different route. Again, I've, I've mentioned earlier that I played American football. Yeah. I went that route, and the simplest you can say and is that there's no club for that type of football. It's either high school, it's like Pop Warner, high school, then college, then pros. Yeah. It's literally the, the avenue. Yeah, 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 You know what I mean? So in that sense, the recruiting process and like sending film and talking to coach was more, to me, it felt more football. It felt more basketball. It felt, yeah. it felt more for those type of sports. Yeah. That, that, that those things, those elements are made for that. Yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't know until I left soccer that that was also part of it. Yeah. Because me growing up for soccer, and I tell, like I told one of the coaches, when we get into is that soccer players are against the world. Each player mm-hmm. that plays soccer are going against the world if they know it or not. Meaning, yeah. like, as much as you're in a region or in a state or location, understand your age around that age, you're still going up against the world. Yeah. If you want to become a professional. Yeah. Or even keep going to the level you want to go mm-hmm. to. Because in other sports, American sports, basketball, hockey, like I mentioned, it's basically this the for the most part, it's the country you're going up against. Yeah. Unless they find someone out of nowhere, like a different country, they're like, Oh wow, you can play this sport. Yeah. You know? So where I'm getting at is that as I'm going, we're going to a visit up north in Oakland. Um I guess I could say the name of the school. Um Holy Names University, literally Holy Names University, yeah. um, which I never heard of. Yeah. Even even when I was playing, like I said, I never heard of this school. And apparently it's from the 1879 or something. It was first located and it's in the outskirts of Oakland. Again, an area I never knew existed. Yeah. Uh, when <coughs> we think of Oakland and San Francisco, you think of like the basics, the, yeah. you know, the Raiders or, or the Niners and the A's, the baseball team, like yeah. those areas. And just the areas of knowing throughout just information of like how these cities are. Yeah. Right, cool. Yeah. Like, you know, so um, I guess just the basic part that most of you young athletes should know, it's like you, you really don't get paid to go over there for a visit. No. It's on your own. Yeah. It's voluntarily in a way. Mm-hmm. So understand, I'm be detailed. We, we booked the flight. We booked an Airbnb. And I had to pay for those things. Yeah. You know, like some kids, and I think in Ronaldo's mind, he might have thought too, like, because he asked the coach, or, or, are you guys paying for this? And I told him, like, no, they don't pay for that. Yeah. It's, it's some type of way of, like, you got to come out, unless it's, like, again, the football aspect, I knew in some way, um, I, I could be wrong. I want to double check. I don't want to say the wrong thing. From what I remember growing up, like D1s are going to fly you out. I think. Oh, yeah. I think I so. Think. I want to say it's... I want to double check because I don't even ask Jackson because he went D1. So... Yeah. And he took some visits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but again... I, I think rem- they did. I think we I think we asked them. 
So from my understanding, like that, I like I say, say, so you get what I'm saying? Like yeah, the, yeah, the, the yeah, dynamics yeah. and the parallel yeah. are a lot different. Like you yeah. go on D1 football because again, this is the country of yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna be like, right, we want that player. Let's fly him out. What they've tried to do is make you feel like they really want it from start to finish, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So if they fly you out, that's like literally like a big recruit. So understand, I'm speaking in a time where recruits are kind of like close to free agents, meaning like a lot of these schools have their players yeah. at a certain time from signing day and national signing day. Yeah. Like from earlier recruits from a year ago, like they have their dynamics of the players that are coming in. Yeah. So I'm talking about a time for those players who like had a great season and don't understand what's going on. Yeah. Why am I not getting looked at? Why am I not getting hit up during the season or even right at the end of the season? Yeah. Like things like that. So we're in that time, meaning like he, my brother Ronaldo's a type of player where he's like kind of like a free agent where we kind of got to go out of our way to figure out certain things. Yeah. So we did that again. They didn't fly us out. We got there. Cool. Um, we just stayed there one night. Um, again, it was cool. The area was nice. It felt so greenery. Like, if you've ever been to Seattle or Portland, it's just trees, hills. Mm-hmm. The school was kind of hidden. It just felt nice and quiet. Yeah. Um, so we got there. School. Uh, first thing, actually, sorry. The first thing that they did was take them to the field. We went to the field and, and met them. We went to the field that they practiced on so far and met them. He had his trial run, probably like an hour and a half. I felt like he did pretty good. Uh, there's there was like a moment that reminded me of you, how you how you coach, because uh, I was watching. I was literally yeah. there. I was watching, taking photos as well. He stopped the whole game, the whole little um, drill or, or the little in play that they're doing, and he was trying to specifically ask one of the players, like, "Why do you do this every time?" Yeah. And if I can remember it correctly, he was asking that you receive the ball. You already looked over your shoulder, but you were so quick to pass it back that you didn't think to turn and look for the attacking possession. Yeah. And that's what the coach was saying. You've been doing this for the past couple of years, man. Yeah. He's like, when are you, like, he literally said, when are you get through your head? Like, you can turn and move forward. Yeah. When you have all this space. Yeah. And it dawned on me, too. Like, this is Division two school. And even Ronaldo said, like, He's like, he pointed it out, and that's why I remember. He's like, you remember that moment that the coach? Yeah. He's like, some of these guys should know that by now. Yeah. At least at this level, D2. Yeah. And um, what I'm, I guess my point here is like just diving into the details of how coaches are. Yeah. You know, and again, it reminded me of you yeah. in a lot of ways, how you do your sessions or mm-hmm. your coaching. Um, so I was looking at those as like, as a brother and as somebody, hopefully, him, like he understand that. Yeah. And that's what I feel like if you guys are watching and understand, like whoever goes with you, if you see it, hopefully you guys can understand that when the coaching does that, um, I feel like it's a type of coach that really gets into detail and wants to better his team in, in, a, in a way where like he's going to take his time. Yeah. Not just rush through it because uh, Ronaldo, again, our youngest brother, had a different tryout at a, at a state school. They had multiple recruits there, which was about six. Yeah. And he said it was way different because he was the only one there that day. Yeah. And I was like, well, what's the difference? He's like, well, he, that was one of the difference that he kind of like, he kind of threw me in there if I was already on the team. Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, most of you players, when that happens, you have to be ready. Yeah. You Meaning you have to be in shape. You have to be fit. You have to be game ready. You have to be mentally ready. You have to be knowledgeable of what kind of kind of catch on to their game. Yeah. And understand what's going on. As opposed to like the the other tryout that he said he had at the other school was like it was just six of us against the starting team and like 
quick drills here and there. It was just more of like, uh, we'll see how who stands out out of the six. Yeah. Which I kind of get. I mm-hmm. get it. But at the same time, the information he got back didn't make sense because they told him he was really good. They told him, like, you're so, like, you could play at, at this level, or maybe even D1. And it's like, but at the time, we're looking for the back line. In my head, it's like, if you're looking for a back line, just don't tell us then yeah. to come. Yeah. Like, you're already wasting your time. Understand that, guys. Like, it's okay to ask questions. And this is why I'm saying this. Like, my brother, I, I, I push him to ask questions. And these are the reasons why. It's because you don't want, you don't want to waste your time. Yeah. Two, you don't want to waste a lot of money. Like, I'm not saying I wasted my money, but like, if you're a parent yeah. or someone that's a guardian, like you need to understand these things. And I hope that people are watching detailedly. Like what I'm saying is that research these type of coaches, research these type of programs. So what I've noticed from my personal experience, private schools are going to be a lot more expensive, but I understand why now they're private schools. They have more of an intimacy of, of, of a lot of things in the curriculum yeah. and in the sport, yeah. meaning they, they grasp on deeper one-on-ones with the players as opposed to, uh, schools like a state, which is a lot cheaper, which is funny because it kind of goes opposite. It's a lot cheaper, but a lot more people can come and try out or be at part of this program where it's like coaches probably feel overwhelmed where I can't really just sit here and and, and cater to this one guy, even mm. though we're interested. Yeah. We have to make sure that we're – because these are apparently they're kind of, from my understanding, um, from what Ronaldo said, the rule is you can have like two trials – at a certain part of the months where they have to bring in guys to see and evaluate them, yeah, right? So yeah. it's like, all right, if you have two days that you can do and the rule is you can only go to one, well, then, yeah, it's like you got to put all your eggs in your one basket and just give it your all, which you should every time. Yeah. But it also gives you the idea of, like, yo, like, <laughs> coach, like, what are you looking for? Yeah. Like, I've been hitting <clears throat> you up because I, the, the other part, a lot of it that I'm leaving out is that there's a lot of paperwork you got to do when you go D2 or just in NCAA in, in general. general. Yeah. NAIA is a lot different. They have their own rules. It's a lot lenient in my opinion, but NAIA is a lot of private schools. Yeah. NAIA, from what I know, is a very small, small percentage of state schools. Yeah. Most of them are private schools because they want to run it the way they want to run it. They want to do things the way they want to do in a good level. And in my opinion, NAIA, NAIA has nothing wrong. It's literally like mirror to D2 because you get bounce backs from D1 and D2 and then guys that can barely make it in. Yeah. So my point, I keep going on to this as I'm experiencing all this. I'm going to stick to the school that we're at right now. I don't want to get too confused with everybody. Just understand, like, do your research. Understand there's paperwork you got to do before you get there. I left out, I left that out before as I got in. Like, there's a lot of paperwork from, yeah. like, transcripts to trans from GPA to, like, apparently you got to you got to be vaccinated and boosted nowadays. And so yeah. it's like, oh, shit, there's even more of that now. And then blood type work, like all that literally into play because it felt weird because it's like we got there. It was like, who the fuck is checking? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but it's like there was three coaches there. It's like I get the paperwork, but it's like who actually checks? I don't think that they check. I just think that it's it's more of like a, a safety precaution. Which I get. Which is fine. But I think if, like, let's just say something were to happen, like, let's just say for some reason Ronaldo did have COVID as he went there, and then there's a massive outbreak, and all of a sudden people were getting, like, that whole area, all of a sudden there's an outbreak. It's like, oh, who had it? Like, then they can kind of go back. and So it's it's a lot. It, something had to happen. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Take Hold off COVID. But do that yeah. same thing. Take off, because we already yeah. know how we feel about COVID. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone can do Yeah, that. yeah. It's, I put it this way. I, I think I was going to get to it. Um, Sorry, yeah, no, you're good. Um, something had to happen 
previously, either years before, years past, for them to say, we can't do it like this yeah. anymore. We can't just invite people to go. I'll give you an example. Like my high school. And now now in order to be a coach, it, before it was like, you want to be a coach? Okay, just show up tomorrow. And that's it. Now it, and they're like, oh, do your paperwork along the way. Now it's like, no, 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 no. You can't see a student until you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. And then we can approve everything you've done. Then you can show it. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. In order for you to be a coach at the high school in our district, any of the high schools in our district, you have to go through all the parameters of the filling out the paperwork, basically fill out the application, and then it's got to get an approval through the board that, oh, yeah, well, this is a new hiree. This is who they, they do a whatever background check. And it's like, okay, now they can go be coach. We approve it. Now we can put them on. Where before it was like, you want to coach? Okay, you can start tomorrow. Just show up tomorrow. And we'll send you with the kids over there. <laughs> like, that's how it was before. But like, so something happened. Something happened in our district, in our one of our high, uh, one of the high schools, that now because because there was a coach involved, now it's like nope, we're not allowing that anymore. Even though this coach went through all those parameters, but it's like no, we're not allowing it this way anymore. We're gonna do it this way from now on. I don't we don't care who it is, we don't care what background they have, we don't care where they came from. They have to do all this. We have to approve it, and then we'll allow them to be with the students and stuff like that. So the same thing may have happened there. Something something had to have happened bad enough, not just obviously that school, but an NCAA, like a, something had to, it could have, it might not even been that sport. And that's the thing is that it's not even the sport. It's just, it's the the foundation in general or for the, the yeah, the, the organization or the federation, whatever, in general, for them to say, well, and let's just say it happened in baseball. Something happened in baseball that, you know what, we have to do it for every sport. It happened here. From now on, every sport's got to go through this because we do not want this to happen to this sport or that sport or, that sport or any other sport. could have been anything. could have been badminton for, for all we know. But something like that happens, and then it's like, all right, everybody's got to do it. Because it, it's true because it's like we, we, when all this stuff happened, the high school's like, it was a hassle. It was like, really? We got to do all this now? Like, I've been here eight, nine years. Like, I got to do this now? I didn't have to do it when I got here. But yeah, and then, like, my, my AD's like, well, you know, something happens there. we like... It's like, let's be honest. And he goes, we kind of got away with a lot of things. Like, we, it was like, yeah, we did, huh? <laughs> it's like, okay. It's like, all right. I get it. <laughs> you're right. You're right. And that's, again, that yeah. was just like a side part of it. And my, my whole explanation is, again, it's that. Uh, I was just curious on that, like, who checked. But I get what you're saying. I get where you're coming from. I'm not I'm not disagreeing on that. I get yeah. it. If something happened, I understand. Again, yeah. That goes back, literally, how we said earlier, hypocritical. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, the whole Mexico thing. Yeah. But again, like, Mexico shouldn't get bad. Yeah, I, I get yeah, it. Yeah. I get it. I, I understand. Like, I yeah. knew, I kind of knew of that, but again, it was just me being me. No, um, yeah. But at that point, uh, we were looking. He had his trial. Uh, the trial was a little bit lo- again. The, well, he told me the trial was longer, and the, and the visit was in there, meaning like the other school that he tried was just two and a half, an hour and a half or so for just literally on the field. Yeah. And with this one, it was like on the field, and they went to the weight room, and then they gave us the tour and talked to us, which, again, I liked. I like that they went out of the way at least to speak to us. Even the fact that they kind of understood what kind of player he was from, from the time frame that he hasn't been picked up yet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm sure they've done similar of this stuff, or just even just done visits for guys when it was recruiting hard time and like getting their their, their players that they want. Yeah. Um. So what I liked again, it was just uh, it was that 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 aspect was like again, I never visited a school. The way it worked with me was totally opposite. Coaches came out to us. They signed us right then and there, and I didn't know until the school until I got there. Like, yeah, that was brand new to me. I was like, "Oh shit!" 
Like it was just lucky for me because my best friend at the time we went to the same school, so it's more like okay, I know somebody. Yeah. With Ronaldo's um, way, it's it's kind of like starting over. He's like really going somewhere brand new that he has no nobody there. Yeah. It's just that these coaches were um, replying to him. Well, that's another thing that I want to throw in there is that a lot of a lot of these recruits. It's from the podcast that we spoke on. Effort. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the girls that we spoke on that are professionals that went on from high school to college, they do get looked at. But at the same time, there were there was moments where they're like, I didn't play for a year. I had to, I had to bounce back, and it was effort of emailing after mm-hmm. e- just just constantly like being on track. And what sucks is that I was talking to the coach. I was like, Look, I'll be real with you. Like, um, after two years, it sucks that we had one year off. Because of the pandemic, yeah. Obviously, most <coughs> most people did. It sucked. It was horrible. Like we didn't know what was gonna happen, and we didn't know about sports. It just. But I told him what I liked about him, and he stuck with it. He didn't yeah. give up like others. I was like, there's players that just slipped through the crack from other schools as, of his friends that are like, nah, the pandemic killed it for me. I was like, God damn, like literally, like that. That's it. That's yeah. what got you to stop playing soccer. I'm like, you're a pretty good soccer player. Yeah. Like. Um, and he told me, he's like, yeah, he doesn't want to play. Like, one of his friends, like, he's really good. We played club. He just, I just want to do it no more. I was like, damn. I was like, really? I was like, all right. So, understand why I'm saying this is that our brother Ronaldo was emailing about a hundred coaches. Yeah. If that, I think. I, I never even asked him the number. Yeah. And when you do that, I actually learned this also. The reason why I kind of nudged it is I learned this from a different aspect from. Uh, another guy that I watch a podcast and he said, email a hundred jobs. You're going to get five to eight interviews. Yeah. And you're going to like one of them. Yeah. And that's kind of the same concept here. If you want something so bad, you're going to, you're going to figure something out. Right. <laughs> and, and I thought it was something else. I, I, a, co- a coach that I worked with kind of gave me that same concept, but in a different analogy. Like girlfriend stuff. Basically, I figured it was hilarious because I was like, I was recruiting players like for like club, and he goes, he goes, hey man, he goes, it's just like if you go in the club. <laughs> he goes, you see ten girls you like, you ask for ten numbers, one of them's gonna call you back. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Here's the thing. Whatever, and I was I'm, laughing when he said that. I was just like, bro, I never would have thought of it that way. I'm like just trying to recruit soccer players. <laughs> but when he said that, I was like. I was like, man, that's got to be like the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. No, yeah. but it's it, the concept. The concept is literally the same thing. Just the analogy of how they want to say it. if that yeah. works for that coach. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that, again, I'm trying. I'm not a great teacher on this, but like I'm trying to explain this as I'm doing the podcast is that you players, that are, if you're watching or even parents, understand that there's going to be coaches that can do so much. Um which is great, but at the same time, to help your kid go to the next level, it's hard for parents to understand what the next steps are yeah. because they expect a coach to do everything. Now, I'm not saying don't expect that coach to do everything, but at the same time, it's like that coach can only do so much, and if that coach can do... The bare minimum. The bare minimum of like picking up the phone. Yeah. Calling at least a few coaches or email a few coaches and email like at least I did it some part of like emailing for you. Yeah. At least a little bit of yeah. like, hey, I got these players. Like have you said, like I sent out these two out the emails and all of a sudden you got replies. Yeah. Again, you don't know until you try. Yeah. And the fact that my youngest brother Ronaldo did that, I was like, look, 
I know you probably won't want, to sit, want me to say this, but you were you were at a point where like, no one's hitting me up. I don't know if I want to play anymore. Yeah. I was like, dude, you you gotta relax. You gotta be patient. Yeah. I was like, I'm trying to make you understand that you're not. Your path is a lot different from other players that probably get looked at a lot quicker. Yeah. Again, and I think it's the dynamics of like the way certain uh, college community colleges or just high schools that probably interact with the next level of coaching yeah. or the next level for your athletes. Yeah. You know, cause there's going to be programs that have nonstop athletes from college to high school. They're, what program is that? Mount Sac yeah. or, or whatever high school Servite, whatever. Oh, yeah. they, we're just going to go just by the name. Cause they, they know their shit. Yeah. But if you have a Servite or, or Mount Sac type player at the shittiest school, it's hard. It's a little bit harder for him to get looked at in the sense of like, okay, you have to depend on what type of coach you have. Yeah. The program they're in because, yeah. like you <coughs> said earlier, off the podcast, there's coaches, and I'm, I'm sure we said this in the last, uh, last podcast. I don't want to take too much on it. I want to go forward with this. Yeah, is that there's going to be coaches that are be like, all right, I'm, I'm here for the check. I'm a teacher. I'm more of this and more of that. Like I can't really like, all right, dude, you kind of kind of should have told us that. Yeah, which they're not going to. None of oh, these yeah. people are going to tell you these things because there's no reason for you. You're just the the what I'm saying is the dynamic and the illusion and the idea of like going into an a uh, 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 I guess an idea of like high school, college pro. The idea of these athletes are going to be embedded to them thinking like, well, if I want to continue, there's some, there has to be some type of help. Yeah. Or some type of like, um, yeah, just some type of help from the program I'm going into. Yeah. In generality of like, of the idea of the sport of the next steps to high school, again, college and professionalism. Yeah. There has to be some type of interaction of like each coach of like, Hey, we can help you with so much because nowadays, in my opinion, like it's not like, again, I grew up thinking like, Oh, if you ball on the field, you don't got to do shit besides they're going to come to you. Yeah. Which in some ways, if you're the legit athlete of the country, that does happen. Yeah. Where everyone knows you Mm -hmm. people that don't even (laughs) give a fuck. Like, Oh well, that's the number one recruit in the nation. Yeah. Okay, because he's literally the number one recruit in the nation. Yeah. Everything will fall for him. But then you got the people that are still trying, like a like a Tom Brady. Yeah. That have to do these type of aspects. Yeah. Of the details to move on. So uh, move, So what I'm saying is like again. Uh, parents and especially athletes, you kind of got to really put your effort into it, because it is going to work. And it's again, it's unfortunate how I was talking to one of the coaches that. I believe that my brother is the only sophomore at this community college that he's leaving from that literally is going out of his way and putting the effort to to uh, expand his options. Some of the other players have gave in and said, you know, I'm not really getting help. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, how, like what was the next steps? Like, it sucks. Because yeah. not, not, not I don't think any of these, even from past players that he was there with, no, I don't think any of them got the the information that they needed to move on. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, but I'm not gonna sit here and dwell and cry and be pointing fingers at. Yeah, because at the same time, I saw what Ronaldo did. Yeah, again, I was like, look, we can't, we can't, we can't depend on this this program anymore. Yeah, you're ready to move on. We can only do this part. Yeah, and here's what I can do to help you understand the information that's gonna lie ahead. And that's how I was speaking to the coach. I was like, look, you're gonna get a player that understands. Is it's understanding more of like what's in front of him now, yeah. Meaning like he got to a point and understand that now because there was I told him there was times where he thought it was this way, mm-hmm. 
which what I was saying, like, oh, if I ball out, I'm going to get looked at. I'm not saying you didn't ball out. What I'm saying is, like, your path is different Yeah. from each and every one of these players. So, again, that aspect. Understand your surroundings. Understand the coaching that you have, the program that you're in. But at the end of the day, it's going to take effort on the players to email, to keep going, to wanting something. And what I saw on my little brother right now so far, he wants to keep going. That's it right there, the effort of him wanting. Yeah. Now, the other side is like, don't be discouraged that it's not a full ride yeah. because of the because of the elements that you ended up being in and where you're at. Just keep balling and everything will keep going. Again, what I'm saying is like, understand you did something and it worked. Yeah. Understand you put that effort in and it worked. Mm-hmm. Now there's another level. Yeah. If you want if you want that money to go lower, we don't have to pay out of pocket. Ball out and see what you can do in the time being there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or or make sure what from that next level, just figure out certain things where you can and cannot do. Yeah. So again, as I kept going, we were talking about those things. I like the coaches. The coaches were good. Some of them from out here. Um, again, I just again, me personally, if I was in Ronaldo's shoes, I was saying earlier. I don't know if you guys, athletes or anyone, even you, I don't know if you if you see it this way. Because when I was getting ready to leave from Citrus College to, to, a, to a university, I thought about these specifics, which looking back at it, I don't know if it really mattered or it did because of my idea and the personality, I, the person I was. Yeah. I thought about the, the facilities. Yeah. I thought about the, the city I'm going to be in. Like yeah. What's there? What's not there? What can I, what am I going to enjoy? And like, is this like top notch? Like, am I really going to be somewhere? It's like better than Citrus. Yeah. Better than the, that's, that was my idea. Am I going to go somewhere where it feels like college? Yeah. I'm not saying Citrus didn't, but we all know community college are coming from home, driving yeah. back and forth. Most yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Am I going to feel like I'm at a college? Yeah. Just make sure if you really want something, you got to go, you really got to go deep and do the things that you got to do. And again, as I was talking to coaches, again, there, there were uh, one of them from out here. He kind of gave me like the, oh, I went to Mount Sac. Okay, that's cool. The other, the other coach is pretty young. Like, I felt a good vibe for Ronaldo at yeah. the visit. Like, yeah. I felt a good vibe, and I kind of felt it from him as well. Yeah. You know, again, like, but again, what I was saying earlier, when I was at that age, I was thinking more of, like, oh, I want I want the, the best, like, cool, like, all, like buildings. Like, I wanted to make it feel like, again, I don't know. In my opinion, that's what I'm trying to get at with you. Mm-hmm. I feel, as I've learned so much, being, again, being around you, being around my youngest brother, and, and I just having this experience. For soccer... I don't think that matters. I don't think cool facilities, top, top everything of like having the best of the best to, to draw in players is going to get you, I guess, the best out of you. What I'm, I could be wrong, but what yeah. I'm saying is like, if I, again, I go back to like soccer players are going up against the world. Yeah. You're talking about Brazilians that don't have shit that are in the Premier League. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking dirt poor, bad, like, you're talking about the, that. That's what I'm trying to compare to to these players. Like, what I'm trying to say is like you already have enough. Like, you have enough to do what you need to do. Yeah. Like, if you're asking for like, ah, oh, dude, like this school doesn't have that or this school doesn't have this, it's like then you're already thinking about the wrong things. Yeah. Like, what I loved was that they were intimate and close and small and away from the city. Yeah. And I think. The players that are on the field, if they see something and they want, they're going to go get it and evolve from it. Yeah. From this resources that they have. I understand schools need to have at least resources to better themselves. But I'm not talking about like, 
the best. Like I said earlier, like if I was the difference, if I was getting recruited from Oregon to like getting recruited from this school at Ronaldo, like yeah, as a football guy, I'm yeah. like, yeah, dude, Oregon makes all the Nike shit. That's where Nike came. I'm thinking about that. And like, if I was looking at myself at that age, I'd be like, but what is it that you really want? Yeah. You want the cool shit that they're flashing again. They're flashing at you and saying, look at all this fancy stuff. Yeah, it looks dope. It's great. You're going to enjoy cool shit. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But is all these cool shit really going to better you on the field? Yeah. Because everyone's personality is different. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what I'm saying is, like, for some of those players, they might say, yeah, why they go to the Oregon. I was like, yeah, if I'm being catered of, like, the only Nike shoes that we can get, we're the only ones, or we get all this shit ahead of it, like, if that helps you somehow perform better, by all means, great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You're that player. Yeah. Cool. Go yeah. there. Yeah. But again, I'm being the dynamics of soccer and, and, and trying to entwine it with the states because I was trying to explain that to them. Because here in the states, like, I even kind of like, I didn't want to like down, not downgrade, what's the word? Like, I didn't want to like. Downplay? I didn't want to downplay the visit and the, the conversations we had as we were, as we were showing this around. Because at the end of the at the end of the conversation or the kind of like the end of the the visit, I was like, "Look, I appreciate you guys. I'm sure my brother he just said it too. Like, he's not gonna ask certain questions that I want to ask because uh, he's a little shyer than me. Yeah. And I'm I, I've been through this. I went to the schools. Yeah. I get it. But I'm not saying that it, that what you're telling me about the school is uh shitty. Like I didn't say the word shitty. I forgot what I said. But like what I mean by that is like. We, I basically said we can go to school anytime we want. Yeah. But the opportunity of becoming a professional is a lot thinner than coming back to school and being a professional in something else. Yeah. School, I told him, school's going to be here. Yeah. No matter what school it is. If it's a school down the street, if it's a school back at home. Yeah. The reason why he's here is because he hit, I told him, his pathway is a lot different from any other kid in the world of playing soccer. Yeah. And I told him, I brought <coughs> up I brought up Danny Trejo. I brought up Nico because yeah. Nico had one semester at Fullerton. Yeah. Or Zico, sorry, Zico. Yeah. And, I was, and and the coach knew who Danny Trejo was. I was like, look, his path was to score goals in high school. Yeah. And at that conversation before that, I thought it was club. I yeah. thought everything was club. And he told us this club wasn't that great. Yeah. So he knew he had to shine in high school yeah. to get looked at. And he's like, yeah, he had like the most goals in the state, right? I was like, yes. So what I'm saying is like, None of that played into like, oh, what facility is this? What what am I getting? Is this, yeah. this, and this? That type of player understood that I have to do something in my sport to go somewhere further. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what I'm trying to say here is that I don't feel that some of these things are necessary to show a kid because I understand the dynamics of if you work for a college, you have to get a student. Yeah. I get the dynamic. Yeah. But at the same time, the question I asked towards the end of this visit was like, look, he's not going to ask this question. And I'm not sure why. And it's he's shy. So, so be like, what is what it is? Yeah. I want to understand what is it that you guys can do to help him possibly become professional in the sport? Yeah. I was like, I already know he can be a professional in school and what he's majoring in. Like, yeah. that's like he's already showing me he can do that by just the steps of going further in the school. Yeah. But then I and then I gave him the 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 I think it was one of the podcasts that I think it was Zico too like that we're speaking on when he went to Europe. I was like, look, again, I'm gonna say he's against he's going against the world. Here in the states, we're pitching the eight hours of school. Yeah, we said, I think we said we said this in the podcast. 
But you have four hours of your your craft and the sport that you really love the most. Yeah. So I asked him, if he's going up against the world and the people going going into to the professionals, MLS, UPCL, whatever, all the all the new leagues that are popping up. Yeah. My question to you, the coach was like, "How can you provide that pathway?" And he gave me some really good answers, yeah. which makes a lot. Of, it's kind of something like I already knew. Yeah. But when I heard it from him, it made <coughs> even more clear sense. Yeah, yeah. So I asked him basically, like, "How can you? What wh- what can you guys do to get to professionalism in, in soccer?" He was like, "Well, to be honest with you, it's it also has to a lot to do with the player." He's like, "Look, if I send everyone to a trial." That discredits me because some of these guys won't even show up or he won't even be that good. Yeah. And uh, we all know there's always that one that's legit. He's like, look, for example, the, some guy named Pablo on the team. Like, I saw him on the on the field. I saw him on the pitch. He's, he, he's smooth. He's sound. He's legit. I was like, okay. Yeah, look at him. He wakes up before everybody else. And that's funny. When he said that, I was like, yeah, he was the, he was the second guy there because we were the first guy there. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know where we were at. We were just there just to make sure we were there. Yeah. And it was a guy. He came right. Ten five minutes after us, and I was like, "All right, yeah, I guess that's him." And Ronaldo told me, "Like, yeah, that was the guy." Um, we know he has the professionalism that we can send <coughs> someone to that level that doesn't discredit us. Because again, he said, "Imagine if we send a bunch of guys." Yeah, that just discredits us in the sense of like you just just sending anybody. Like you guys think anybody can just do this? Oh, yeah, you have to find it in themselves of like where they're at and how yeah. bad they want it. And yes. I'm like in my head, it's like. You're telling me everything I need to hear, yeah. but I want. It, it, for me personally, it's like I want to know that they know that. Yeah. And when he said that, I was like, in my head, if I was Ronaldo, I'd probably pick the school right then and there, without even an offer. Yeah. Because I added everything up. Like, look what he did. Look what Ronaldo did so far. And I don't know if you know this yet, but like, again, from high school to figuring it out to go to community college, you figured it out from community college where there was no major support from the program, in my opinion, to figure it out how to go to the next level. Meaning, if it's in the kid, it's possible. Of course. So when he said that, I was like, okay, so they know. They know they're going to see it in them. Meaning, like, this coach is going to spot something from, like, okay, I see something in this kid from the skill set to his work ethic to wanting it. Yeah. And when he said that, all three, all the two of the coaches were similar to saying in the greens, like, yeah, like this is why we think, personally, out of all the guys we have now, this one guy is really taking it beyond serious. Yeah, and of um, when he said that, I was like, cool. I was like, in my head, I was like, I looked at Ronaldo, I was like, all right. I mean, that's that's really the question I want to know. But in my head, I was like, I'd come here. As much as in my head he wanted to go to the other school that he tried, and like it was just a quick six yeah. recruits, and mm-hmm. like, all right, we didn't get the guy. Like, this guy actually said something, again, asking questions that maybe other recruits won't, won't know. The, again, other recruits or parents won't even ask. Yeah. Because, again, I don't want to go. I, have, I don't want these players to get so so distracted from this side, which is the school part. Again, I'm not disrespecting school or downgrading. It's like, it's going to be there. Yeah. The part that you're here, if you really want to become a professional, again, understand the path that you're in. Yeah. Going to one of your players, which is, if I was him, uh, Fonzie. Yeah. And I got to offer full ride, new CR. In my head, I'm like, dope. 
because I'm more of the college guy of like understanding like this feels dope. Yeah. But if he believes he can go pro and say, look, I can actually go do a trial instead. Yeah. It's like, okay, dude. But you have to understand the dynamics of your path. Yeah. You make your decisions. Yeah. And if this path was literally um, UCR. Yeah. You have to make sure you uh, kind of prove yourself by going this way. Yeah. Which was, I'm assuming he might go trials and, and if he makes it. And that was the that was the right decision. By all means, dude, take it. Yeah. Because the path that I believe that was presented in front of you was a different path. Yeah. It might have been the path that you were working towards that you may you may not even know, dude. Yeah. And again, it's hard that some parents may not know that to tell them, uh, to be like, hey, like, I'm not saying toss your 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 offer. Yeah. But if you know what you're doing. And you know you can do it this way? Mm-hmm. By all means, I'm, I'm right behind you. Go for it. Yeah. Because, again, some of these kids just don't. They get discouraged when things don't go their ways. And, again, it's a lot of the elements that come into play. So the reason why I brought this up is, like, I want, I want, I want to know your perspective of everything I just said because that's how, that's how I felt about the whole thing. Um, I like the school for my youngest brother. Again, mm. the only thing that, again, I, like I said off the air was, if they don't really have a facility to just get up and walk over there. Yeah. It's a small school. It's a very old school, which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with driving to places. But then again, like, you always got to drive somewhere. Yeah. I mean, but uh, it's not that hard. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not an issue, I think. In yeah. Life. The thing is, it's like, most schools, you think, would have the facilities, right? Yeah. Most schools. At most least, schools. Again, I was just surprised because it was a D2. Yeah. And I would think, but now that I saw it, and the thing that got me the most was the, the last question I gave him. And how he put it in perspective about becoming a professional soccer player. Yeah. Um, it made a lot more sense. Like, I told him, look, dude, I'm here because I want that information. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not here to pick for him. Yeah. I'm here to understand information that makes me speak to him in a way where, like, hey, like, these are options. We got the information we, we never had. What can we do with it? Yeah. And go from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. Like he told us, like yeah, we uh, we didn't get drafted and da da da, but we ended up playing at this uh, second division, like da da da, pro for this long and that long. Like mm-hmm. it's not easy. I was like, yeah, I know professionalism is not easy, especially yeah, in soccer. Of like course. I said, so to all that, um, I'm hoping that he makes his whatever decision he wants to do is fine with me. Yeah. Uh, I just kind of liked it for the the reasons that I said, and that was one of the main reasons. Um, Again, I don't know any other coach would tell you or how. I mean, that was my first time asking a coach that. Yeah. You know, if I went to another visit with him, I'm going to ask the same stuff. I'm sure they would say the same thing. But I just felt I felt like this guy, like, again, as I was walking, because like, we were similar age. Like, oh, where'd you go? Oh, I went to Lindenwood. He's like, oh, well, that's cool. Like, oh, yeah, we kind of graduated at the same time. I was like, oh, shit. Like, so we're practically the same age. Yeah. You know, so we kind of like, I'm not saying we clicked, but we kind of clicked. Yeah. Because yeah. Ronaldo was like, yeah, man, you were talking to him for a long time. I was like, well, yeah, we were just going back and forth of like, of like how I feel about things and da da da. And again, I just felt good for him that I think it could be uh, this way uh, or, or this school. Yeah. Um, but again, like other coaches, just the way I see the dynamics, they went out of their way. They, they told him politely, hey, we're gonna give us like a couple of days, maybe a little bit longer to understand and evaluate all the other recruits that are coming in Yeah. to, to give us this and this and that to offer certain things mm. as opposed to like, I'm sure you he's told you, oh, oh, this school already offered me. They haven't even looked at me besides the tape, which, yeah, is yeah. A, uh, which I get. You have tape. That's yeah. that's all I need. If coaches, that's all I need. All right. Yeah. Great. You know, cool. And then other schools like, oh, come to our camp or, oh, yeah, we have a trial one, this day or that day. Yeah. 
Like, you saw the tape, too, but, like, all right. Again, going back to the one school he did, like, you knew he wasn't in the back line. Yeah. Don't fucking waste my time. Yeah. Like, like, I get what you're, I think you're about to say is, like, they want kids there, too. Yeah. Like, I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, let's be real with each other. Yeah. And that's what I liked, I think. Um, I wasn't going to say, like, oh, what's the offer? Tell us right then and there, man. We need to know it. No, I didn't. I respected what they were doing. Yeah. And, like, the whole thing. The from the morning to the end of the conversation, like I respected that, and I try to make him understand, like take respect of what they were doing too out of their way, like you know what I mean. Yeah, like, there's ways that coaches do things differently. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm just saying that what what you know so far or what you see it, how did you see it from what everything I said? Like, what do you think of like that whole dynamic? No, it's it's good. I mean, because I've I've heard different you know views and perspectives on things like that, especially when it comes to professionalism. A lot of a lot of coaches become very uh, skeptical in that in that question. Like, uh, like they 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 get the image of or some some get the thought of like coming to think you're gonna play professional. It's like in your dreams kind of deal. Like, yeah, like like get over it. You know, like think of something else. Um, There's some that are like that. Not everyone. It's probably like a small percentage because we have to face the realism of it as well in the terms of the percentage and possibility of actually actually getting to go that route and being able to have that opportunity. Um, not saying it's not possible, but it's like it, it's true what he said. It's like which guy like I could do the same in terms of um, like my high school in terms of these guys getting looked at by colleges. I'm not going to just send everybody because not everybody's going to want to go do that. There's gonna be the the some that are there, that are there that are like, yeah, I'm really trying to continue. I really want to do something after this, even for that college that person. It's like some of them is like, you have we recruited you here because we want you here for our program. Now it's entirely up to you what you want to do based off of what we're giving you. From there, it's like, do you want to continue for it or do you want to just play college, get your you know degree because that's what that's what got you here. Right. Your sport, your athleticism. Your, your abilities, your skills, your talent, whatever it is that you do in this sport is what got you to want to come to this school. Not maybe necessarily just a sport, but to also continue your academics. Because like you, like you I know you're saying, like, oh, we don't, want to, we don't have to think of that. But there are kids that think that way. That think, man, I can only get here because of my sport. And if I could get here with my sport, great. I'm going to come and do that. That's why that happens to a lot of players. It's like, they, fo- they yes, they love the sport. They want to play. But then they get there and it's like, Man, this is too much, but I'm really enjoying my academics. I'm really enjoying what I'm doing academically wise. Mm. So they they don't like take the gas pedal off in the sense to say like, oh, I'm not gonna try anymore. It's just more like, well, you know what? I'm gonna be on the team. I'm gonna get by, but I'm really gonna keep pushing for my academics because I don't think I'm gonna get anything further than this. Mm. There's some kids like that. There are some kids like that. Or then there's the ones in the opposite way, where like how we, the coach was saying, this kid is here early. He does. He holds himself professionally to want to continue to do this even more. And yeah, that would be a kid we would say, yeah, go do this, go try out this, go try out that. The same goes even with like when I was doing the high school. I tell kids all the time, and I always I ask them all this question every single time before the season starts. I say, who is trying to play after high school? Mm-hmm. Who is trying to continue on further? And, and, and I say, give me your honest answer. I don't want you to be here and tell me, yeah, I really want to try. And then I give you the, these tools and you know everything for you to go and try to do this, and you don't even try them. You know, because I'm going out of my way to get you there. And if you're not going to go out of your way to really try to put forth the effort to get there, then why Why are you, what are you really trying to accomplish? Right, right. You know? So, like, recently, 
I had I I said I had a meeting with all my seniors. I said, who's gonna continue on? And and I said, give me your honest truth. And a lot of them are like, no, nah, I think I'm done. I'm like, okay. I'll say that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. I was like, but what are you gonna do? Because then that's that's my next question to them because they're high school kids. What are you gonna do? And so I'm like, oh well, I, you know, I'm, I want to go to this college. Okay, have you applied? Yeah, I got accepted here. Okay, great. You got accepted. Are you going to go? Have you done this? Yeah, you know, fantastic. I'm happy that you're trying to do that at least. Because some guys, it's like, for them, it's just soccer, and then that's it. They don't want to do anything else. But at least for me, what I try to at least implement, especially with the high school kids, is for them, if they want to continue soccer, yes, I can give you the tools. I can go reach out. I can do, you know, I can help you in some way, you know, to try to get you looked at, whatever. And then the others that are like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. I, I get on them. I said, okay, what are you going to do then? Are you just going to graduate and that's it? You're done with life? It's like, because life is good. You, tomorrow's coming and you still, you got to be ready for it. So it's like, what are you going to do? And sure enough, yeah, they, you know, they, a lot of them are like, okay, I applied here, doing that. Okay, great. Go to college. Continue on. Do something. But continue to keep pushing to whatever it is you're doing and what you took in from here and implement it into that. Because I always tell the guys, even when I'm in the high school, I said, look, as much as we're playing the sport, I'm also preparing you in, in terms of real life and real world, not allowing you to show up late. I'm trying to make you be professional in what you're doing, being organized, doing this, doing that, and holding others accountable, holding yourself accountable, you know, responsibilities, all those things. Because wherever it is you're going to go next, it's going to be the same thing. If you go to a class, you're, you're responsible for your own grade. <laughs> you can't rely on anybody else to say, hey, did you do this homework? Or, hey, did you do that? Because everybody's got their own lives in, in the sense to have to do what they have to do. And if you're not keeping up with it, you're going to be left behind while the other ones are going forward. So, no, it's, it, I agree with what this guy was saying. And like I said, not not a lot of college coaches, I feel, do that because a lot of them are educators. A lot, they're all educators. They're educators. Yeah. Quotes on that. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> educators in the sense of they're there to teach not just the sport, but also teach other things. So they tend to lean towards that education more rather than the sport itself. Right, right. And they kind of like lose sight of that and when that happens it's like yeah you, we see players that you know that play and do this and it's like man what happened Why? and then we look at the school we look at the team we look at the dynamic and it's like yeah he probably just wasn't in the right setting for him to for him to be pushed to go further you know not just because of the team wasn't great but it's like was this was this coach and this program really giving him that pathway to go further and continue because there's that that happens to some players they get discouraged they Coaches are going to want because the play the players because they want to win, obviously. It's college. They want to win. The program is, the, is there for to win because that's what brings in the revenue. That's what brings in the attraction, right, to right. win. What tends to happen now, it's like if they don't win, even though this player was great, fantastic, he had a tremendous season, but just because they didn't win, it's like now it's like, oh, okay, we're, whatever. Then they get discouraged. And they don't want to do anything anymore. And to hear this, it's great. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. That's what that coach kind of was like thinking about and saying, because yeah, there's not many college coaches that really go out of the way to, to pursue it or to, to push them to go further, try to do more things, because not everybody's, you know, we, we, we're in the system in the soccer system in the country where there's a draft, which is, as we said before, mind-boggling to me because it's like there's twenty some teams. They're only going to pick one guy. And even then, that one guy might not even make the team. And even then, uh, they still get players during the season. Yeah. And they'll from still other countries. Yeah. They'll get players from other countries. It's like, and it's, 
I don't understand why there's a draft. There should be no it's draft. More of an attraction. I get it. It's here. It's America. It's entertainment. They want to, you know, showboat, whatever, whatever it is. Again, it's simultaneous with what I said from, yeah. from recruitment. Yeah. Remember how I said football is this, yeah. this? And to see soccer, again, it's the same feeling. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why in soccer do we need this? Yeah. We Just come yeah. here if you're good or not. Like, we want you. This is it. Like, I, I, it's still like, it's weird because it's like, I get the resources for these coaches aren't fully there for them to go see everything. Right, right. But there is a possibility to go, not I want to say go see everything, but to go at least see something. And the the thing is like, these kids don't know. These kids are like scared. Like right, not, not scared in the sense of it, like... Everything's new. They just don't know. It, not, like they're not scared in the sense like they have fear. It's just like, they're just not sure on what to do and what to ask. So that's why like, comes like that. Yeah, so it's like, uh, like with the kids that I have now, like I told them, I said, like one of the kids I have right now is a junior. He goes, oh, I want to go. Uh, I, I want to play. I want to do this. I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to tell you what you need to do and how you need to do it and do all these other things on top of that. You know, like you tell me you want to go here, you want to go there, you want to go there. He's like, but do you know if you can even play there? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, you're, you're, you got to remember they have a team of roster of maybe like 30 kids. And those 30 kids maybe are freshman heavy or sophomore heavy or junior heavy or senior heavy. And just because you want to go there may not be like you might be good enough to go there, but you might not even get to play because they have, I don't know, 15 freshmen already. And those 15 freshmen, well, let's say they all stay. They're going to play next year, sophomore. You're a senior. Then the following year comes in. They're all going to be juniors. Now you're a freshman. So you may not still get to play because they have 15 juniors that they can still play the entire starting lineup on top of whatever seniors they have. So you have to look at where it is that's going to give you the best possible opportunity, the best pathway to continue to play and continue to develop, which is kind of what I was telling Ronaldo the same thing because he was asking me kind of like, tell me the offers and tell me the things and then this. And I said, okay, now I was like, now Ronaldo, you got to think about yourself here. You got to think more of yourself. What is it that you want? What is it that you want to do? As much you, the school's going to be there. The school's going to give you what you need and what you want in terms of what's there because you already did your research for it. Next is, what is this team going to offer you? You can go and show up at this team, but are you going to? I'm like, you're a junior now. I was like, that's the difference here. If you're a freshman, yeah, go play a year, you know, see what happens. But now it's you're a junior. You only got two years left. You have to go hit the ground running over there. You can't go in there and start all over and be like, oh, I'm rotating. I'm, I'm, I'm here and there. It's like you need to go play at least 90% of the season in order for you to continue to go forward. Like that's what has to happen. It's like, And then there was the other school that he was talking about. It's like, yeah, they have like 15 freshmen. I was like, see, look, you go there, they have, they're going to be sophomores you, uh, with you coming in as a junior. I was like, they already know all of them. They, they might already put them in the starting lineup. As far as you know, you might not even get a chance just because you're a junior. Even though you're a junior, it doesn't matter. Because they're all there for the same purpose, to play and win. And if they're not going to give you that opportunity, is it is that school really worth it to go to? Mm-hmm. You know? And is the, are these coaches really going to give you that opportunity? I was like, that's the things you have to ask these guys, too. I was like, I don't know the conversation you had with Oscar and with the coach, but this is before what you just told yeah, me. Yeah. Um, I was like, but you gotta you got to have to think of that now. Because your, 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 your clock is ticking in the sense of what you have left in order to continue if you want to continue after. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like I tell that's what I was telling a couple I told him and I told my other players, like, do your research, look at the roster, look at how they do, it, look at this, look at that, and look and then ask those questions. What opportunity are you gonna be given? Because they could say they want you, they want you, you show up and you don't even get to play. Because you're there now. They have thirty players to choose from. 
you're one of them, but you still might not even get to play. I was like, you were telling me right now, yeah, they have this amount of players. That you, it seems likely you might get an offer, but don't dwell on the fact just because they don't have a lot of players that you're going to get something guaranteed because you you might have that perception of thinking, oh, they don't have, they need players, they need players. No, 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 they don't need players. They have a list of players. They know who they're looking at. You just happen to come into their radar at this moment in time. I was like, it's not over yet. They still have from now until June May? for them. No, for, for him, it's May. But for everyone oh, else, yeah, 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 for yeah. everyone else, it's like till June, like all the high school kids, because they still got to finish high school. Yeah. So there yeah, they could commit. And a lot of, you know, variables, a lot of things happen throughout these times. But stuff like that, it's like anything can happen. And from here and then say, yeah, yeah, we like you. But then you never know. Freshman comes in or the high school seniors, you know, getting looked at from them and may take that opportunity from you. I said, so you just again, don't don't think and guarantee and, and dwell that this is a guarantee still work for it but understand that you still need to look for other options in, in terms of if this doesn't i know you everything sounds good everything sounds great i'm happy for you i was like but now again you have to you have to be selfish in the moment in the sense to say what's what is it that you what's best for you what's best for me is this team is this program gonna give me the best possible opportunity to to still play and develop right, right. because at the end of the day you just have to play dude as much as much as we want to go play D one, dude, just play the damn game because at this point it's like I kind of used it. It's you against the world at this point because yeah, anything can happen. As if if you finish here and play and develop, you're still playing. Where others, it's like they stop. They don't do anything. Yeah. Keep going. Now, now, then you go try. Like let's just say if you finish college, next step is what? Okay, you don't get to draft. go to the draft or combine, but doesn't mean you're not gonna make it. Exactly. That means there's still an opportunity for you to get looked at. You just gotta find another way to get there. Yeah. So for like, yeah, so I've had players in the past where it's like they want to go and oh, yeah, I want to continue to play. But it's like, OK, here are the tools, but they don't do it. And it's like, all right. I'm not going to tell this coach about you because there's no reason for you. You're already telling me you're not going to try and do it. Why would you try to do it for this one? You know, and this one's even harder to go through to do it. <laughs> it's like so it's either you really want it or you really don't. And 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 fortunately, like right now with some of the kids I have. Yeah, the kids text me like, "Coach, I got this offer." Oh my, coach, coach, can you call this guy? I'm gonna go play this. Can you go? Can you, can you call him and tell? Yeah, I was like, you can email him too, but I'll do my part also. But as long as you're doing your part, I'll do my part. Yeah. And sure enough, that's how it works. And I tell them, like, "Hey, look, you know, this kid, da, 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 he's interested. You know, he, sh- I'm, I'm hoping he contacts you, but you know, he's playing here. If you get a chance, go check him out." And some are like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, if we get to, we'll go. We'll, if we come across it, we will, or no, or some will just won't say anything, or some like, oh no, we're good, thank you, by all, that's fine." It's either it, for me. It's either going to be a yes or a no. If it's no, you're not the only school, man. There's plenty of other schools I can probably contact, and someone's going to be find some interest. So like right now, one school wants to look at them, but they're they're up north, and um, they just haven't had a chance to come down here. So I'm trying to bug the guy a little bit more, and then he's trying to bug him a little bit more. So I told him like, all right, well, whatever chance you can get to get looked at, dude, or to, to I was like, start recording whatever games you have left and just send them to him. I was like, if you need me to edit them, I'll edit them. Whatever, just. Just find a way to get this coach to see you if you're really trying to go there. And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay. It's like, yeah, but see, it's it's things like that that you know the stuff for them in order to continue is just putting forth the effort on their end, and if they really truly want it. Yeah, I mean, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of it. What I was saying about the recruiting stuff. So, uh, at the end of it, it's it's yeah, it's mostly on them and 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 what they're really trying to to hone in and what they're what they want to pursue after that because yeah yeah, every kid says they want to continue to play and continue but then once they face the reality of it that's where some of them like 
they get set back and, and then they're unsure of themselves. So it's always good to really like inform them and educate them to be like, look, this is the reality of it now. Just because you because they see all the like the the tough part, too, is like they see all these these teams and these clubs and it's like every club tells them something differently. And it's like at the end of the day, man, it's like there's it's like you're really trying to go professional. There's two teams here, man. There's two teams here. And it's not just just because you're not in those two teams doesn't mean you're not going to make it. And and that's the, the image and, and idea that tends to be sold. And it's like. No, you what you really in the end it's what you what, what you really need is who's going to give you the best possibility and opportunity to develop and continue. Because even with these like professional teams that they have the academies, they get these kids at a young age and it's like some of them just think, "Okay, you're here, that means you already know everything and we're just going to make you play our way." And then they don't really get developed and then once they kind of like cut off, they try to go somewhere else where a team that's like in the form of like developing and actually helping them to still play and do all those things. It's like they're kind of like left behind a little bit and they get discouraged even more. It's like, man, I'm really like I'm not as good as I really thought I was. And they kind of just fall off. So the same kind of goes here. It's like with some of these colleges, they want to win and win and win. Even though these teams are these players are good and whatever, because like I, I see a lot of these players and I'm thinking, man, you if you struggled to just play here, I know you would have been like starter over here, mm. you know, and that school's probably just because of where they're at is a, is tend to consider to be a higher level team. And it's, it's, it's just weird to see. Cause like I see it even, and I think of it and I see it now, but I get it. It's like not, not just the, the eyes of what they have and what they can see is not everywhere. You know, they have to obviously go to where they can and, and focus on where they can get the best, the most players that they can possibly get or see the most players that they can get. And then, and that's the thing with like, like we're talking about with football. It's like you said, Pop Warner, high school, college. But from high school to college, there's only one season of it. There's only one season of it. And there's, I would say, a platform limited to the just them meaning they their games are gonna get recorded on a daily you know weekly basis in terms of their season they're gonna get recorded so that film that footage they get they break it down they cut it and then they send it out and that's it they have plenty of time from whenever to whenever to for that college to see it to communicate whatever where here it's you have fall season which is your regular league season. Then you have the winter break, which is like tournaments, some state cups, some national cups, and surf cup, which is around that time. Then you have the spring season, which somehow are playing there that are still continuing their regular season. Then you still have national cup in the spring. Then the summer, then you got more tournaments. So you're constantly playing throughout the year, which some would think, oh, well, that should give them a better chance. I was like, yeah, but if you're not filming any of that, then it's like, then what? And not a lot of people film. And we noticed that. We, not we a lot of people film. We, we found that out. At all. We found that out. At all. So our sport in the sense is like, the reason why I truly believe the struggle of it is, is that nobody's taken the initiative to say, well, let's film these games. Or let's have a platform for them. Or let's have a pathway for them. 
or let's give them an outlet or a, a resource for them to get this. They're trying it. I still think it's in like the testing. I don't want to say testing age or testing setting, but I don't think I don't think it's uh, utilized well enough yet for everyone to be like, yeah, I'll put money into that because it is a lot of damn money. And it's that trace um, that tr- the the video thing. It's called, it's called trace where they put the little chip into their sock and it basically monitors their whole game yeah. and movement. Um, that thing's expensive just to have for one season. And you're talking about just one season. Um it's a good concept. I like the concept that it is. I just, I, I don't think people are well aware of it, one, and are truly investing in it because very few clubs are doing it and not everybody's fully, fully, like, invested in it to, this, to the point to say this has to be a standard. Like, this, this should not even be a question of whether we should have this or not. Well, it's, it's and, that, like, and that's uh, kind of the issue because there's so many teams. So, like, I'll give it in this perspective. A high school team, like we just said, regardless of what high school it is, your game is being filmed. You know, you're going to get film on your game. Somebody's recording the game. Somebody took a video camera and just recorded the game. You know, it's it's the, kind of the same in the sense of a soccer. Like as much as they're like, oh, we want to focus on this one player. But it, like every play in a football game, everybody's being seen because you have to see the whole play, you know. But it's the, the same should be amounted to soccer. It's like, OK, we're going to record the game. But some are like, well, we just want to focus on this one player. It's like, well, yeah, but it's like you still got to record the whole game. You got to record everybody, record the whole thing because it's a, a whole plays and everything's developing and everything's happening. So you still got to see what they do with the ball and off the ball. You know, all those little things matter. Yeah. So a lot of people just don't tend to want to take the time <coughs> and take the effort to go and do that. So they obviously kind of came up. Somebody came up with this idea of putting like two little GoPro cameras in the sense they look like it and then bluetoothing basically these monitors with straps and you put them on the player for like everybody and you put it in an app in a system and say number one is this number two is this, blah, blah 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 and basically monitors that player the entire game they're taught it monitors their movements it monitors their runs or touches all that stuff and and then that that player has literally clips throughout the entire game and you take all those clips and you just push one button it says highlight and it puts it all together basically and then you save that fil- that that footage of that one game and then you send it to the you know whatever but I still don't think it's being utilized well enough for it to be a, a platform for everybody to want you know because like almost anybody can use it anybody can use it like if we do film like yeah you know you do film with kids with Pop Warner but it's more for like personal like it's like oh recording my kid because i want to see him play whatever but when it comes high school it's like we call it highlight films in soccer it's like you just record the game like we don't really say highlight films with with soccer because it's like this that's that's not the normality of it and that's the and that's the that's the issue with some of these like players and some of these clubs it's like if we make this a normality to say like every game or whatever every team should be getting recorded and getting filmed then yeah we do it and then the other thing it's like the the only other problem I guess you could say is that not every soccer field is a stadium. Every football high school team is a stadium. Yeah. So you're gonna get the full view of the game every time. But if you go with the soccer team, you're gonna get sideline views, you're gonna get corner views, you're gonna get like different views, and you're not gonna really get the full footage of the game, which eye is level. yeah, you're gonna get eye level type footage, which you know, it it is hard and it's not, I guess you could say, as attracting enough to wanna watch. So I see why some people don't tend to want to do it, which is why I've seen a lot of them kind of invest in these other things. But it, 
But again, those things tend to be really, really expensive and it's just time consuming. And again, it's it's more again, it's more on how badly did these did this person or whoever it is that's trying to want to go for the want it want to uh intake with it. Um so that's one of the I think the aspects of what's hurting in the sense for these kids to really get an opportunity to get looked at. Because if I guarantee you they have stuff like that and everyone has access to it. More kids, I think, are going to get better opportunities, not just in California, but just throughout all the country. Because one thing I learned too, when or I, like when I was being mentored, is I always heard this, and it, and it is true: is there's two things everyone hates about California or in soccer. They hate playing against them, or sorry, not hate, but they hate playing against them, and they love recruiting them because. We probably developed probably the most talented players out here just in terms of sports, I think, in terms of soccer, basketball, baseball, football, mm-hmm. a lot of it. A lot of California players right, tend right, to come right, out right. of it. I get what you're um, when we play outside sport or outside uh, states in, in terms of soccer, nobody likes to play us. Nobody. Because they're like, oh, shit, a California team. Because they know that we're going we're gonna to have talented, like, skillful players. Whereas everywhere outside, it's like they play by the book, kind of like direct. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, very... Uh, American, I call it Americanized soccer, which is just very direct, you know, not really creative. That's just how I view it. Um, and it's happened. There's there's some states, yes, that have gotten far, far, you know, competitive and better. And those are challenges, but it usually tends to be the same states, you know, throughout the time, which is which is usually uh, Texas, California, I think Florida. And I want to say uh, I think Pennsylvania are usually the ones that I tend to see a lot when it comes down to the, the national like um championships and then when it comes down to those uh, tournaments is those are the same states that i tend to see a lot um every other state it's like uh i was having this conversation the other day somebody went to a tournament in vegas and they played a utah team which was like their they were ranked eighth in their state and they like creamed them like eight zero and and our the california team wasn't even like they're a good team but they weren't anything like top notch yet and it's like that was their best team in utah <laughs> so it's like it's tough, and I get it because you know the resources and whatever it is that they have, they have, and it's it's all it's all they can do. But I still think if certain things becomes culturized and implemented to the point that this is the standard of what you know it should be, then I think yeah, the development of this game and this sport is gonna grow massively. But I think because it's it's to, it's considered in the beginning of a kid's sports career a fun sport, it stays as a fun sport. As opposed to like when you go play football, when you go play baseball, every parent that puts their kid in that understands that that sport is competitive to say we want to win. You know, we want to win. We're going to win. We're going to this. We're going to that. Because there's we have to remember this, too. We're one of the only sports that has ties. You, you can tie. And 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 I think that does play to some degree mentally in terms of a of a um parent and their kid wanting to play a sport cuz you know there's competitive people out there that don't want to tie they want to win or lose and if they lose they're pissed if they lose if they win obviously they should you know they're crazy and go crazy they go about it but i've noticed that you know uh, a damn t-ball game would they'll go like insane when their kid hits the ball and they're like oh, go rod rod faster <laughs> yeah and they go crazy for it and they, they score great they score but the thing is in the end someone's gonna win and someone's gonna lose yeah. and the same goes with when they start with football they do flag football someone's gonna win someone's gonna lose right, right. you know but in soccer it's like 
okay, go have fun. We brought orange slices. Who's doing teen snacks today? Like, that's the main thing. It were it were like I'm not saying they don't do that in the other sports, but like that's that's what it is. And and it's like, all right, I get it. You want to try them out in a sport and you know whatever. But I think everything else, there's some form of competition to win or lose. Not saying soccer, you're not gonna win or lose. You're obviously gonna win and lose. But you also have the capability of tying and saying, all right, good job. Everybody won. You know, everybody's a winner here. <laughs> like there's people like that. So. Be, and that and and you know what that carries on that continues on and carries on. So it's it. What I tend to do in and I because of what I've been involved in this now for so many years is I try to take that whole aspect of winning, losing, and tying completely out of it. I take it completely out of it. I say in order for us to really develop, we have to learn to lose in order to win. And then on top of that, it's like if you're here only for trophies, don't even bother with it right. because. You, you, it was. I said this to a parent. I don't know if you watched, if they watched this, but my the parent goes. Uh, they're talk, we're talking about center for a tournament and something, and then uh, it's like, oh, he goes, I, he goes, I want us to win a medal and a trophy, and I was like, oh, do you? I was like, I go buy you one. Yeah. I was like, you want me to go buy you one? Yeah. I'll buy you one. And she kind of like looked at me. And she's like, oh, like, hey, no, 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 you said you wanted a medal yeah. and a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the kids don't need it. I was like, but you want it. So I kind of said it jokingly, but I got what that person meant out of it. I I don't think they truly just want a medal and trophy, but they want to they want to have that competitiveness to like compete and win and do all those things, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. And that's the image I want to kind of change. I want to put in the, the the mindset of saying you're going to compete. And when we compete, we have the capability of winning, which will result in a trophy well, well, and medals and me, stuff like that. Can I say one thing? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to lose your thought. Um, but I think I think the the realm in certain ages, like now that you the fact that you said that just like literally took me back my youth career of soccer. Like it took me back, yeah. like like I know where you're coming from. Yeah. And the the ages at that point, development is more important, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's <clears throat> no question for yeah. you. Development for your next level, the next level, the next level. It developed. Yeah. But again, we're gonna keep going in circles with this. In the States, it's like remembering like oh we want to win we want to win we want to win that's that's the mindset of the u.s yeah of all major sports yeah. that we have here but as you said like in soccer the dynamics is different because if you really think about it how many like i'm just how many of those players like i can i can think of one player right now in my mind that i play with at the youth level where he won almost everything mm-hmm. yeah from bassett to the whatever yeah, where, yeah, wherever yeah. we were at he was winning every trophy we were win- and the dude ended up playing football yeah Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, remember like so, so like yeah. that. I yeah. just, I just took that and was like, wait, I get what you're saying. I understand it, and I, I, I want that push because it is hard. And I hope again, this, this podcast is informational. We're yeah. thinking different. We're trying to make people understand like what you. I think if I'm a parent, if I'm going into something, I want my kid to get developed for the future. Yeah, that's the whole point. Like how you do your analogy, <clears throat> you go to school. For your future, yeah, to become a professionalism in something, right? Yeah, yes. For the future, now you can. You, in, in every life, you have like your accolades of like all all honors student, this and that, and like yeah, for some it works to the end and wherever they end up going. Yeah, and we've seen others do different things. I mean, yeah, the whole perfect reason of like Mark Zuckerberg, I mean, he dropped out of Harvard, and yeah, he's, look who he is now. Yeah, like, you know, like what happened to all those accolades? Yeah, so. So to, to to that, I just wanted to say like yeah, like I get it. Like I think I think it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard 
I don't know the word, but it's just a hard realm of like getting parents, new parents that are into this, mm. and just parents that have been in it for a little bit. It's that they feel that they want to, when they're paying for something, it's more of like, I want the best. I want the accolades because that's mm. what we're accustomed to. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I could just buy you one. Yeah. Yeah. Because technically as we got older, when I was thinking, I was like, where did these trophies come from? Yeah. <laughs> when I was younger, I was like, where were actually, and as I got older, I was like, uh, they bought it. The league bought it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's bought. Like yeah. there was money in yeah. this. Like yeah. it's oh okay. So but yeah. Go ahead. Go just oh, yeah. So, so going from there, it's like, you know, it, that's that's the whole thing. And I get it. Like we get glorified in these other sports that win and win. But the 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 thing and the the thing I I I wish, I wish, I wish. And I don't think people for those that really pay attention and see it will know. But if they really kept if no, not kept. <laughs> if because that just sounds terrible. Um, if Kobe really was still alive now, and being able to coach, I think a dynamic in terms of what he was doing with his daughter would really put a better perspective in terms of developing. I have a question, but go ahead. Um, when you're ready, let me ask. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we saw him win. He won. He won. He won. But we just saw the image of him winning. Exactly. But if you really watch his interviews. We really like saw him speak. It wasn't ever about him winning his games. It was always about what he did to win the games, to get to that point, to get to that final, to the get process. to it, the pro everything. And then if you look at others that speak about him, it's not about the game that he won. It's not about man that shot that he took. Everything, every story that I heard about Kobe after he passed was everything that led up to that win. And it was like, it was kind of eye-opening. And it was great to hear. Because I love Kobe Bryant. I, when I, when obviously winning, Lakers, great, whatever. But when he finally retired and actually started to speak, because like, I don't, I mean, I think through the time when he was playing, he didn't really talk a lot. Yeah. But I think when he finally ended, he was doing more interviews, he was right, doing right. more this, he was, he was uh, talking more about his life and all that. And it was great to finally see, like, hear about it. And I think, I think the best one I heard somebody said in an interview. I don't know who, I can't remember who it was, but I think it was one where he, um, I think he said that he was traveling with his family somewhere. I don't know if you think. I think he went to like Italy or France or he went somewhere. And that he asked the people that where he was traveling or where he was going. He asked, "Is there a gym here? Is there a basketball court? Is there this?" Like he was asking, and everyone's like. Kobe, you're on vacation. Like, why do you need all these things? And like, he didn't say it, but it's like nobody really understood it. And then, um, yeah, he went in, like had dinner with his family, whatever. He probably slept for like a couple of hours. And that they said like three, four in the morning, he's in there in the gym practicing. It's like this guy didn't go on vacation. He went to go work out somewhere else, basically, and just get better. And it's like, yeah, because the guy had the mindset to win, which isn't bad in the sense, but he understood what it takes to win. You know, yeah, anybody can say, oh, I want to win and go and win. But it's like, what is it that it really, what is it that you really did in order to get to go and win? And and that's the thing that, that I hope a lot of people need to understand. And I try to show it's like, we're going to get to that top of the mountain per se. But in order to get to the top of the mountain, we have to climb through this and climb through that and go through this and go through that. And you can't get there if you're always winning. Because at some point you're always winning. It's like, you're going to think and tell yourself, well, I don't really have to do much because I keep winning. Yeah. You know? And I and I get, you know, like winning, losing time, whatever. 
But I think the best way, like I, I read a lot of this stuff. They say the best way to learn is losing because yeah, you it's true. you made mistakes, you did something wrong, and now you got to fix it and figure it out how to get better from it. Exactly. And and it's like and, and that's the thing is like if people that really paid attention to Kobe's career and what he did. It's like this guy easily could have just said, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm going to go over here. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go over here. At any point and moment in time of his career at the Lakers, and if for everybody that really paid attention to the Lakers would know that he probably in a time had probably one of the worst teams he's ever been on, but yet did not decide to say, I'm going to leave and I'm going to go over here because they're winning. He decided to say, I'm going to just work even harder. Eventually, my time will come to go and win again. Mm-hmm. And it did. It happened. And he's arguably gone down in history as one of the best basketball players to ever play the sport right. in terms of how he did it all. And it's like, but we never saw that image throughout his career because, again, it wasn't really you know, glorified. And I don't think it really is with a lot of like players it's in, the, in football, baseball, basketball. I don't think they really do that a lot because I, 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 I don't know why. I mean, it. I, maybe it's just the, the the player personally wants to, you know, private life, fine, whatever. But I feel like if that image was shown or that thought or that image was shown more to, to younger kids and just parents in general, I think the, the dynamic of just the sport alone would change drastically. Because then we would see like, okay, in order to get there, you have to do all this. And some some parents say, yeah, 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 yeah. But in the end, it's like they don't really go, go forth with it. It kind of goes in one ear and out the other. And then there are those that do take the parameters of like, okay, yeah, we got to go do this. We got to do that. We got to do this. We got to do that. But the only thing I, I say to a lot of them, it's like, okay, it's good that you're doing that, but make sure what you're doing is actually beneficial to you because anybody can go and do this stuff. Private trainers, side games or indoor sports or in the, or did it, in, to, to, to craft whatever it is you're trying to do. But is it beneficial to the person themselves to be able to develop and continue. Because, like, I see a lot of these kids that go and do futsal and they do private training and they do this. And I, and I get this every time from some of these parents. It's like, how do we get them to, like, implement what he just learned into the game? And I said, be, and I said you're not going to. And they're like, why? Because whoever's teaching them isn't teaching them correctly. Mm-hmm. They're like, what do you mean? I was like, they're teaching them in the realm and the moment of what they're showing, what they're trying to just show them. They're not teaching them in the realm of what they're actually doing. And that's 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 those are like two completely different things, Mm -hmm. because. If you're teaching a kid math. Everyone's going to teach two plus two the same way in in some form or way. Right. But if you could teach them two plus two in a different way, now you're making them think outside the box and be a little bit more creative. Mm -hmm. You're making them kind of be like, oh, well, I can go that way as opposed to like this is the only way. And I can only play this way. And it's like, no, there's different realms and ways to kind of go about these things. It's just how are you going to get there? And for me, when I've started the whole private training, I, I, I came across, I mean, I think I've said this before. I come across almost every parent saying, oh, they play this position. They play that position. I need them to do this. I need them to do that. And it's like, no, you don't need them to do this. You don't need them to do that. What you need them to do is be comfortable enough to be able to play not only that position, this position, and that position. Because if you're so focused on this one thing, remember, this person is not going to just be playing this one thing every single time. Right. If you especially you have a good coach that's, uh, that moves players around and understands that the, that the last game that you played is not the next game that you play. It's not the same as the next game you're going to play. So whatever formation you played last game or whatever 
play you did last game, it's not going to be the same the next game because the team, the opponent is something completely different. So you have to change it. It's, I, I, I would think it goes in the same in terms of like any other sport. I think that's kind of what Kobe did. Kobe, like we saw him in the beginning of his years, this guy was driving in the lane, dunking on players, crossing, doing all these things. But then over time, it's like he couldn't do that anymore. So he had to find a way to say, well, I can't play like that anymore. I was taught, like, we could use that as a kid. This kid was taught to play one way, but then everybody else kind of caught up to it and, you know, everything caught up to him. It's like, I got to find another way now. I got to find a figure out a different form of realm and how to, like, still be at a high level but in a different fashion no it does it no but it is though but it's true the thing is is, no 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 it is true i'm not i'm not disagreeing with it but it is true because it's like the thing it's like a lot of people get help like i get like we watch professionals yes they have their positions but they're going to be moved around so my point was there was is like i try to implement and develop players in a way that it's like regardless whether you go whether you're with me or you go somewhere else that you're prepared and you're ready to go wherever it is that you're going to be going to. And you're going to have the confidence to continue to do what you're doing. Because as much as I would love this kid or this player to be with me for the rest of my, rest of his career, it's not going to happen. And I tell parents this all the time. I said, you have to understand that if players are going to be, you know, developing in this and that, and they're going to move on to something bigger and better that I can't offer them. That, yeah, I would like for them to do that, but I would still want them to be successful at it. And that's kind of going back to what we were talking about. It's like, who, what is it that you truly want and how badly do you want it? You know, because I know a guy that was like, I, I, he was trying to with one of my former teams and he goes, oh, yeah, I want, I want you to private train him. And then uh, I go to this other guy and I want to go to this guy and then, you know, try this. And, I was like, and I'm thinking, about him, I'm like, man, you're going to burn out this kid. But I'm thinking, but he's not doing it every day in the sense. But, it, but in the end, it's like the kid wants it just as bad. And it's like, OK. And then he kind of made a good point, like something I didn't like. He kind of made a different analogy about it. He goes, I want him like a Swiss army knife. I'm like, Swiss army knife? He goes, yeah, you know, you, you ever seen a, I was like, you seen a Swiss army knife? like, yeah. It's like, it's not, he goes, it has a knife. It has scissors. It has a screwdriver. It has a, a spoon. So I don't have four. He goes, it's basically everything in one. And he goes, that's kind of like, you. They're all, they're all tools and utensils that you can use for almost anything. I'm like, yeah. And I and like, it's kind of what I remember really teaching, but it was just put in a different Analogy. So in on, can I, was he trying to get him to play all the positions? Not necessarily play all the positions, just to be prepared. Like kind of how I already, kind of how I say it. Like if he, if he were to be moved here, he can be successful there. If I were to move him here, he could be successful there. Like because there's players, like like for example, if we tell Ronaldo to play defense, he's like, good luck. Like he's not gonna know because he's never played defense before. Whereas another kid can play defense, play middle, play forward, but in some form or way, he knew how to play multiple positions that enough enough to still be successful well i i i well let me say I, let me say i want to say something to that you have time it got about a minute and a half like i i understand and respect the person that said that i get it i get it but going into what you just said everything from kobe again i'm not i'm not saying don't do that yeah but i also do strongly believe that if you work on your craft constantly it'll get there i'm not how do i put this it's like it's almost like saying, like, I'm going to work at defense for X amount of time. Yeah. And then the next day I'm going to work on striker X amount of time. Yeah. <clears throat> like you said, it's almost kind of burning out the kid. Mm-hmm. But if the kid wants it because, <clears throat> like, I'm not saying this, the parents forcing them to be a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Because sometimes you also got to think, like, 
for some play, players it comes natural. Yeah. And for other oh, yeah. players where you can work to it, yeah. towards it. I just strongly believe if you're good at least one or two and you can entwine them all in your craft to work out and exceed from it, yeah. great. But if you're asking me to beat defense one whole week, I didn't get to practice that one whole week as a striker, so I kind of lost time. Yeah. And that means I got to double time the striker sense yeah. of it. Yeah. You yeah. get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it, it's just, again, I get it. I respect it. But yeah. at the same time, it's like I think you got to understand what the time frame you have. Like if this kid has 24 hours to do all that, by all means, great. But we, again, we go back to what we said. There's eight hours for schooling yeah. and four or five hours for your craft. So yeah. it's kind of like, again, I just feel you're kind of taking them away from that aspect of yeah. one spot to the other. Kind of going off that, what I what I was, I guess what I was trying to say was in the sense of not necessarily saying, um, burning out the kid and putting them all that, but kind of like how you were going off of the crafting their 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 abilities and stuff like that, which is what I try to implement in terms of how I develop players and coach players. Because again, it's like, I, like I've been fortunate enough to be around the coaches that I've learned from for them to tell me like the good. It goes every player is going to eventually leave you, whether they go leave you. In a year or two or three or four or five, they're eventually going to go something to probably even bigger and better that you just can't you can't hold them back from. Right. And in order for them to get there, is that you just basically want to prepare them well enough to know that you know this is what it is and this is what it's going to take and this is how it's going to be, so that when they do get there, they are successful. So you're basically preparing them to be successful. You want to set them up to be successful rather than to set them up to, to fail. And um, and that's that's kind of what I got out of a lot of the stuff that I've been learning and, and doing and and basically seeing because and that and that it just kind of going back to my point from like you know what parent the the whole winning losing aspect and stuff like that in order to get to being able to win it's like we have to we have to uh put in that mindset and put in that thought and that idea that this is what it's going to take and a lot of people lose sight of that they forget about all that because we glorify like all these sports in this in the form of just seeing the sport and not really seeing the pathway that some of these players have taken. I think and I feel that social media eventually might change that. Maybe because we're actually getting some aspect of that with some athletes. Some athletes actually portray those things and show those things where not everybody does it, but we're getting to the sense of seeing that a little bit more often than we ever could have. Like, like for example, soccer. When we were like, we, we said this like a while back. When um, when we used to watch, you can only watch it like on pay per view, like in Europe. But now you got all of these platforms now, these these apps and these Paramount and you know Hulu and and Peacock and all these things now that you can subscribe to watch all these games. And some of these have those. Um, those um, interviews and all that stuff after that where you couldn't see them before. Um, you could only see it in the moment. And if you didn't see it, you'd see it later on the news, but you'd only get like a five-second clip of it. And like YouTube, YouTube's a massive platform, but I think there's just so much on YouTube that everyone lose sight of certain things. So unless you're really looking for it, you're going to find it. So <laughs> what I tend to do a lot, because I'm in the realm of coaching is I tend to watch a lot of the interviews of the coaches and see their reactions and see their responses and see how they, you know, go about things. And and it's funny because it's like some of these coaches get the same question every single time. And it's like, like the guy 
two questions before that just asked that. <laughs> like, but he just asked it in a different form. And and I'm like, I, I mean, I love to watch when Pep is getting that grilled on questions because he's always winning. And it's it's I love his reaction because every question or every time he wins a game or he wins one of the tournaments or like the rounds or whatever, qualifies for whatever, the question always comes up, are you going to win four trophies? And he goes, oh. He always goes like, he goes, fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? He goes like that. He does that. He goes, why do you like, because he, he, he hates those questions so much that it's like, it. I get why. Because it's like, you don't know. You you played great today. But it's like I just said, you're, or like we always say, you're only as good as your last game. Because yeah. you played great today. And then the next game, it's like, oh, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, they were criticizing him for losing against Tottenham the, a few weeks back. And then he goes and smashes, like, uh, I think Leeds or somebody, like, 7-0. And it's like, oh, they're going to run away with the premiership now. It's like, there's still, like, 15 games left. Like, they, you, do, like they asked him, do you feel you won the league already? He goes, what? <laughs> they were like, I think he the, the team was probably maybe, like, eight points ahead. But because all the other teams, because of, like, leagues and all this and that, like, some teams haven't played all their games yet. COVID. Yeah, and COVID. So, like, Liverpool all of a sudden caught up, and they're a point behind now. And it's like, well, it's like two weeks ago, we were already saying that Man City won the whole league, and now Liverpool has a chance to basically jump them. It's like, come on, guys. Like, I get And, like, I like watching it because I like seeing their responses and, and then seeing the comment, or like, the the, 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 journal, the journalist, like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what to uh. <laughs> It's funny because it's like, you, he goes, you asked me. He's like, you're a good guy. I like you, but you, you've already asked me this. <laughs> And then I go, you know what? I funny. It's funny because I go back and think of Ted Lasso now, when um that one guy always stands up and yeah. like he goes so and so, and everyone's like from this, okay, we know where you're from, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, so it's funny to kind of see it, like seeing them. But it, but but it's it's like I said, we have an, an outlet now or a media where it's like we didn't have this before, and it's great to see because now it's like you get to kind of pick the brain a little bit now to kind of see what they think and how they really you know feel because i i remember back then when players used to play or players didn't play everybody criticized like oh he's an idiot but we never really saw the interview to it but now we see the interviews and it's like hmm okay yeah, all right like a nice guy yeah okay seems like a nice guy. good call <laughs> like, you know it's like yeah that's why he's the coach <laughs> it's like jeez so it's like things like that that i like again i try to like I try to communicate and, and keep it open thought in terms of that with, with like the parents that I coach and the, you know, them. And it's like, I tell them like, just trust what I do. Like, yeah, I'm not going to make every great decision. I'm going to make mistakes just like anybody else, but trust in the process of what I'm trying to, sh- to develop and show your kid. Cause it's like, these aspects are going to carry on, you know, further in life other than just this. So like I took to what, like kind of what Kobe said, it's like craft and what you do, like, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't want to like, I don't think you, I, I think he said he doesn't like to use perfect a lot, but he always said to like per, per, uh, perfect your craft. That was like his, always his main thing was to, he always said that because what he, I, I feel what he always meant was like, you'll never reach perfect, but you'll reach just enough that you'll, you know, that that'll be, um, it'll be better than what it was in the sense. Better, yeah. than, yesterday. better yeah. than yesterday. Yeah, basically. And that, that's that's what I always got out of everything I always saw when, when Kobe started doing interviews and everybody started asking him all these questions. 
and things like that that it just becomes so naturally easier in the sense but you still had to constantly do it mm-hmm. enough that it was hard to stop that like his movement that he had nobody could stop that damn fadeaway shot that he had nobody Give it a and it's like and, and even the the commentators like you could put a hand there they would always like jokes on the you could put this in front of me but that he's gonna make that shot and it was true why because it was all just muscle memory all just him perfecting that craft well enough that whatever you threw at him, he was gonna make that damn shot. Yeah. And it and it, and it's the same kind of like I tell people, it's like I implement a lot of these things to put them in uncomfortable situations to eventually make it comfortable enough for them to be so good at it that it becomes natural to them. And it's harder to 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 beat that player, or it's harder for the other teams to beat us, you know, because we've crafted our on our aspect of what we're trying to do and trying to implement and things like that. So yeah, that's kind of where I'll leave off with that. No, I mean you're 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 right. I like this perspective you're coming from, and and even everything you've said makes sense and opens my my eyes and to understand more and more by being around you. And yeah. Around and the fact that I want to pinpoint something out right now is that I'm gonna I, as I know he's my brother and and I want the best and I want my brothers to succeed. But the fact that you're saying all these things. And stuff that I really don't know because I'm not in the midst of every single detail, like uh-huh. you speaking to your players, yeah, you you informing them as much as possible, and you have a kid, yeah. So what I'm saying here right now is like, understand your coaches. I mean, like if your coaches do this, understand they love the game and they want people to succeed. Yeah. Again, We've we've been through the different type of coaches. I've seen it so far in the last three years, four years of like the dynamics, um, from a co- type of coach that you are, to understanding now Edgar, your mentor, yeah, <coughs> even coaches that I've come across just by other other um, teams that Ronaldo has been on. It's like, yeah, like to me, it's always been one of those that I look back at from just again, it's football citrus. It's like when I said in the last podcast, it's like. If you do your part, I'm going to do my part. And he said it in a different way where like, I'm not losing my job if you think I'm just going to throw you in there. Yeah. Same thing how this coach said. That's why I grasped on to what he said at Holy Names. He's like, I'm not going to you know, lose credibility just because I'm going to throw every single person in this trial for professional. Yeah. You know? So that to me is like, okay, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He understands everything that they've been through yeah. and what it takes yeah. to that level. Yeah. You know, so again, I'm just shedding the light that I hope everyone understands that watches that I enjoy what you do and I respect and love how you do it. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because it's, it's rare. Yeah. It's a lot rare. Just I understand because you're my brother, but it's it, at the same time, it's like I don't like just you that part of you that you just gave out. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know the detail. I'm not saying you didn't do it. I just didn't know that yeah. you spoke to your, your high school kids and like like the dynamics that you're taking and the, 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 the differences from you and another coach. It is a difference. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, it's just something I hope our viewers, I hope people around you understand there, there's a difference. There's like, what's different about this guy? Like, oh, okay. These things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, like, you pushing, just you literally, just li- you literally just pushing a kid to go further and asking and, and also just sending an email to another coach. It's just like, and he has a kid. Yeah. He has a child. You know, most people are just like, yeah, there's the people out there that just be like the bare minimum. Yeah. 
you know, and um, it's unfortunate, but I like that you're able to do all those things and you, and you, and I feel like you think out of the box to, to help others succeed. Yeah. Cause again, yeah. Comes out to credibility, comes down to further yourself to understanding your, your capabilities and your abilities as a coach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's dope. <coughs> I, I think that's dope. I think, I think most coaches should be like that. But to my point, I was going to ask you about Kobe. I always wonder now, and this actually, uh, this actually dawned on me when I was uh, up there at North at the, at the, at the school that uh-huh. I visited. So you know how Kobe, like you said, the process that he does, even yeah. with Cristiano. Yeah. We know Cristiano comes there, leaves there, bef- leaves early, leaves late. Why don't coaches just say, you know what? Fuck it. Everyone come at the same time, Ronaldo does. Why can't we just do that? I mean, and I'm saying it in a funny way, but at the same time, think about it. It's like you see Kobe, you see Cristiano come, let's say training starts at 8 a.m. Yeah. And you see, because Kobe said in his interviews, oh, like other players have seen him come like two hours ahead. And he's already actually drenched in sweat mm-hmm. because he did his own workout. Yeah. And then he's ready to do the actual work team workout. Yeah. So in my head, it's like, all right, we see Kobe do that and we see what he's capable of. Yeah. How can we not implement that with the rest of the team of like, a f- like forcing you to come at that time? Like, think about it. like, why can't I, like, I've like, done like, it. like, yeah, but like, let's, let's say for example, like practices that eight. Yeah. Okay, and then you notice like that one player, two players, like oh, legit, come like an hour or two before, and they're doing their thing, and you're like, all right, if these two fuckers can do it, practice at six a.m. in the morning, but they all come at the same time, right? Yeah. Like meaning like, what I'm trying to get at is like meaning like time is not really a thing because it's just a set there to for you to get up and understand what time you got to be there. Because I'm looking at it, it's like. If Kobe did all this, Cristiano did all these players do these things. Like, why don't these professional <laughs> players or co- like say, hey, uh, instead of a, we're doing all this at five in the morning? Ooh, oh, can answer. You know, and okay, that's just my idea. Yeah. Like, wait, like let's let's implement. Like, I, I don't know if I'm like just brain farting and just thinking weirdly right yeah. now because like to to see like someone come in early and it's like where are the rest of the guys if he can do it. Well, let me go ahead. Though. Let me but that's that's so what I was like. So there's two aspects in forms of training, and and there's two different mindsets. There's the team aspect, which is you're doing the stuff in terms of why you want the team to play, build and play, and then there's the individual aspect, which is how the individual needs to play, which in turn goes with the mindset. Individually mindset is individual, meaning how bad does this guy want to get better in this and that and get you know do more than what he's doing already, and in an individual mindset you're working in the sense at your own pace in the form of what you're trying to do and get better at. Um, and then in the team aspect, you're not thinking too much individually, more as more as a team and what you're trying to do to better, not just yourself, but the team at the same time. Um, so even if you did a 6 a.m. practice with the team, in the form it's the same as an 8 a.m. practice with the team. Right. Because there's really no difference in the form. It's just, just the time. That's all it is individual wise this guy came in two hours early it is different because he's working on something for himself to better himself so we can say yeah the practice at 6 a.m but it's still a team practice it's still a team environment as opposed to an individual environment hold on i get the aspect i guess what i'm saying is like um because i understand about differences i understand about like separating mindset hold on i understand about separating yourself apart from the rest again 
there's reason why there's a Kobe. There's a reason yeah. why there's a Jordan, Cristiano. Like, there's a reason why those players are those players. I think you still need those players to be those players to help the team. Like, it, it's like I'm not saying if he didn't do that, the team wouldn't be good. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is like, like how how do we uh, how do we implement like you said team practice, but I'm not I'm not asking for team practice. I'm asking for what what Kobe and Cristiano do before practice. Hey, can you guys go at the same time with him? Like, do that. It, it, but then, once practice starts, the official time, this is our prac, our type of practice. Yeah. So whatever it is you guys do, yeah, just be there. So you know how that you know. So it's just kind of like un- wondering, like, why isn't that? Why that isn't is or something? Why isn't in that? a sense of yes and no? Like again, I, I, again, uh, it's kind of kind of con- contradicting or just like fighting with myself. Like, yeah. Again. We need Kobe's. We need yeah. Cristiano's. We need those play those one individuals like that do the extra mile to help the team. But I guess yeah. what I'm saying is like, <coughs> how how do we not just like gather the rest of the guys? A lot of it is is the is the leadership in terms of the player individually. So you need that one. Like basically, yeah. you need the one captain. You need because yeah. if you have so many captains, who's the captain? Right? Exactly. I get. I, so yeah, that's it's, it's, it's part. It's with. partly like, to that because you still have to again remember that this person, whoever it is, we'll use Kobe and Ronaldo or whatever as an example. Is they're under in the form in the sense of a microscope and a professional level for them to say like, you have to perform at this level every time, mm-hmm. every time. You, you individually, we can give shit about the team, but you individually, if you don't play well, you're the reason why the team lost. In that, in that sense, that's how it is. So they're under that microscope. So now they've put that pressure among themselves. And some can handle it and some can't. And the ones that can handle it are going to be like Kobe, going to be like a Christian. Why? Because they enjoy to feed off of that, to push for more, to prove, to show and say, I I look what I can do in that sense and push. them. So I guess the best way to kind of put this analogy in the sense together is what we saw with Jordan. I don't th- I don't know if Jordan ever was really that kind of player that did stuff individually like or as as um or we viewed it more as individually because from the documentary from whatever I saw everybody was talking about him and how hard he was on them. So that right there is your leadership in saying, "All right, we ran 10 laps right now from practice. All right, everyone else we're staying after. We're going to run another 10." Everyone's like F-. like there's guys that are like, "What the fuck?" like they don't want to do it, but he knows in order to win, this is what you got to do. Whereas, you know, so he did out. That was that collective way to get the team to win and be as successful as they so were. So he, he like, like it's true. It says in a lot of articles and a lot. Of, he, he, he was one of the best players that made his team better when he got. Yes. Yeah. That was one. Yeah. Because, it, because even if you took like, like, for example, we saw Kobe when he had, when he wasn't bad with, when the team was terrible, when there was really nobody around him, he kind of didn't really make the team better, but he was still good enough to make the team look better. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what it is. And there's players that are like that, that will come in and can make the team better. And there's guys that are just already better within themselves and will still outshine and still perform and it's play. Like, well. It's like, I, like, show me you're going to make the team better without showing me you're going to make the team better. Yeah. That's one aspect. Mm-hmm. And the other one's like, yeah, just show me that you're going to help this. Yeah. You know, so like the Kobe thing was, mm-hmm. yeah, he was way more, he was selfish enough, like Jordan, but Jordan, I think, understood that, you know, I need these guys. Yeah. And I have to find a way to get them better mm-hmm. as well. I'm not saying Kobe didn't do that. Kobe came from an era where it's like we had good players around us. 
they just knew that okay, this is the guy. Well, yeah. Well, like if you look at all the interview, like from that documentary, everyone's like, "Yeah, this guy was a fucking asshole." But he was right. We won. <laughs> like, like, exactly. like they, like they, like they all say. Like looking back at it now, it's like, yeah, I'm glad we did that because then we wouldn't have never won. And That's then, why. And he said the best thing. He goes, "You may think I'm a tyrant." He goes, "But thing is, you never won anything." Yeah. <laughs> so he goes. So that was that was his mindset. Is that he knew how to win. This is how we're gonna win. And this is what we got to do to win yeah. as a team. Kobe, like nothing against him, obviously in terms of how he did it with his team, but he's like. He knew what he had to do individually, and if the guys were around him weren't on top of it, he was gonna let them know about it. But now it's coming down to them if they really want to win or not. Yeah, like I know it's about soccer. We're talking yeah. about Kobe, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. Well, to, I'm well, gonna try to. We're thinking more in the mindset of what, like I said, athlete. what we've seen it as an athlete, as an athlete. in the terms of so, you know trying to go and win. And let stuff me like let that. me do it this way, I guess, with with Cristiano and Manchester right now. Yeah. The, the eras are a lot different too, from like Kobe to Jordan. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, when Co- like I said, when Kobe got there, the team was built with with good players around him. Yeah, they were building teams with with I think with Jordan when they got him first. Yeah, and they had the players that they had, and then just dusted off other ones and got new ones to like. Yeah. but he 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 alone was able to build those players up. Yeah, so going with Cristiano, it was similar to to I think Kobe when when he went to Madrid. Yeah, those players were implemented to build with each other. Yeah, like I'm not saying Cristiano didn't make them better. I just think Real Madrid got so good that it was it was it was building up together. Yeah, to get to that point, of course. And then same with uh, going into Juve, that was just all around him. Yeah, and it was trying their best, but again, it get, comes into an era of like, well, this is the guy he's supposed to do everything. So mm-hmm. why am I doing this? So yeah. then you get players of like. This and that, and then when I when he went to Manchester, it was one of those like legit, real like, wait, these these dudes love him, but they hate him because he's taking away my playing time. Yeah. Meaning like, I want to play. There's a lot of selfish guys, mm-hmm. as opposed to understanding like, hey, maybe maybe my time here or this this amount of time of me playing might just help the players, even though I'm not getting the time I want to play. Yeah, because as I saw this whole season till. Till the elimination of last week. Yeah. Was it last week? This this, week? this past week. Cristiano did everything he could in the last game. Meaning, like, not like hit Cristiano away, but I saw that he was literally coming out of the center striker position to make the plays. Yeah. And as I saw this whole year, this whole season, we it's so fucking hilarious that we're like, oh, they're contenders for the Premier League. They might even win champions and da 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 da. Like, Cristiano's there. But then I'm like, a lot of the pundits and I kind of agree. Like Manchester alone just had its own difficulties with the way things are being run, mm-hmm. the way things are, the the way these certain players are, and even just some of the interviews that Ronaldo came again. Ronaldo's coming in, not giving a shit if he's the number one person in the world of Instagram, if he's he's still top player in the world at his age. He's this, he's that. Like he said it himself. Like I'm not here on vacation, right? So he wanted to make things better by him doing the. The Kobe way of like saying, I got to play so these guys can understand. Yeah. I'm, I'm for real here. Yeah. I just can't come in and say, hey, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do that. No, I'm, like, I'm a legend here, but I just got here again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So with that, it's like the era of these young kids are just like, dude, like like you said, like what Jordan said, you guys haven't won anything mm-hmm. from Rashford to Greenwood to, to Lingard. For them to be like, what's going on? Why am I not playing? Like, I'm not like. They're taking it in a sense of like, well, I can, I'm doing my part. Yeah. Like, I'm doing my part.
Like yeah. I, after like a, I'm just being real. Like I know we're switching over to. I wanted to get a little bit in there with Manchester. It's like the whole thing there was like I was just very surprised on how the team accumulated. I don't know what coach could have fixed it. Yeah, Ali may had some help, but at the same time, he was a little too nice. This new guy, he, I just don't know if he figured out the correct formations and the right personnel to be on the field. Yeah. Because there was days where it was like, okay, it looked good. And then there was days where like, this just looks the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what I, my, my point here is that um, a little bit going off of those players is like, again, Cristiano can do so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. I think, I think he's a type of player that needs a player that think mindset of like, fuck everything else. Fuck my money. Fuck my Instagram. Like I, I want to win titles. Yeah. But I don't know if most of these players were on board because there were certain personal aspects. Again, Rashford is like, I don't know if he seems like, I, I want to play. What's going on? Yeah. All right, dude. Like, it's a long-ass season. Yeah. You just got back from a <laughs> shoulder injury. Like, and this other guy that's coming up is young. He's, he's doing his part, too, but he's doing, he's, he's consistent. Yeah. And in that last game, when they put Rashford in, I was like, dude, this, you're asking about clarity. You didn't do shit, in my yeah. opinion. I don't yeah. know if you saw it. I did. Yeah, he you you lost the ball the first time it came to you, and then I'm just like, you want to like, is that gonna make you feel better if you start? Like, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, he did start in the Tottenham game, and look what happened, three two. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But again, the way like you say about coaches and what they feel and how they think uh, a formation should be and what player should be where does take in that. And I think Mm -hmm. these players have to finally understand those things because. We're in a time where these young players like no, nah, like if you don't want me, like where am I going then? Like where am I gonna go? Where? Yeah. Like, I need to know if I'm gonna play. Like that's yeah. it. Like yeah. no, you know it's a process. It's a Kobe thing. It's a it's a Cristiano thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to give uh, a little bit on the inside of the <coughs> the menu and how I felt about this. Just literally looking back at it, like we literally thought it was gonna be a spectacular, and then went, I fucking hate to say it, it went shit. No trophies this season. Yeah. The best thing they can do is try to get to third. Which I think they could. It doesn't really matter, but I mean, take third. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because, uh, again, and we already knew that this coach wasn't going to be the coach, but at the same time, it's like, well, what the fuck, man? You get the coach. Why waste this whole season? I have no idea. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Well, that's the thing they keep talking about Manchester United. What is going on over there that yeah. they can't figure it out? Yeah. It's like, there's too many hands and and it's tough. And that's the that's 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 what they say is the downfall with some of these sometimes these clubs is that these owners and these uh what do they call them their um business of operations or team operations or general managers per se. Yeah. They want to have their hand in everything and kind of like say, "Yeah, yeah, I'm the one who said that. I yeah, I had that decision. Or I had that thought or blah blah blah." blah. Which is in turn why some of these teams don't become as successful. You know, you know, you got to let the coaches do their job in the sense because they're the ones out there really implementing everything that has to be done. You know, and doing and doing as best as possible for the team to be successful and to win. And when you don't let them do that, yeah, you could see it. You could see it. Like you could generally see it on the field. You could see it in the faces. You could see it in the the body language. And it's yeah. like, yeah, and it, and it just hurts a lot of teams like that. So. You, think, you think he's staying? I heard he's staying. Who? If they make top four, yeah. If he goes for Champions League again, yeah. That's the only way he's going to stay. If they get out of the top four, then I don't think he's going to stay. I'd be surprised. But I think we're coming to the end of both of them. Yeah. I think 
I still think Messi is. I, I just still think Messi's on a one-year vacation in France and Paris and just enjoying the Paris life. <laughs> and just saying, I was in France for a year. I was just waiting for Xavi to go take over Barca so I could go back. <laughs> you think so? Well, he, they said he's staying. Um, I mean, he's still. If 30, they could convince 35. him, if they could convince him otherwise, I mean, I wouldn't see why not because. Xavi really turned things around over yeah, there. I didn't get the chance to that, but I saw it. I'm going to respect it. He's turned things uh, around there as tremendously. As, a, yeah. as much as I'm not a Barca fan, he did. I respect that. That's that's, yeah. that's that's when you tell me, when you talk about coaches, Yeah, that's a coach. Yeah. That's a coach to know what the fuck he was doing and how, yeah. to, how to implement and develop and like put where things need to be. He, and he did it. He took a shitty Arsenal player to be one of the better players that in, score in every Liga. game in yeah. La Liga right Mama, now. Yeah, I was like, really? This guy? And yeah. he's scoring. Yeah. yeah. He, he took a player that everybody thought was just all muscles and basically is putting more crosses in in the first, but like, see, five games. And I don't tell you, like, <laughs> but you have to understand, the way Premier League is, oh, yeah. as opposed to La Liga and the way they defend, yeah. I knew that wasn't come. Because I don't... Like, dude, the guy's gonna just bulldoze to people because they're yeah. not, they don't, they're not physical like in the Premier League. But that builds confidence. That's the thing, is it builds confidence. Uh, the thing, and the other thing is, like, I'm not saying he didn't, get, I don't think he got enough playing time as he should have gotten at Wolves. I don't think he did. He played, but I think he's playing over here more at a consistent basis as opposed to he did to Wolves. And it's just, it, it's just how it is right now. And, and, and yeah, Chavi's doing, Chavi's doing basically what Pep did in the sense of allowing players to kind of play, but in the system that he wants and also allowing the younger youth side to come up and giving them the, those opportunities to play. Cause the young guys right now are still tearing it up and they basically put like a billion dollar clause, like on like four of their players, the young guys, because they're that good and he believes in them, which is great. So it's no. it's great. I'm happy that he's doing really well. And I, and, and I think I think the La Liga is going to come back full motion how it used to be with Cristiano Messi. Yeah, because uh, Xavi's been in there, and then I I truly believe Mbappe is leaving after this season, as he should. Mm-hmm. And just that league is going to kind of bounce back. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think uh, I think that's good for Barcelona. Again, I have much respect. As much as I'm a, I'm more of a Madrid side. Uh, I saw it and I was like, yeah, from like mid table, almost close to the, and he brought him all the way back to the top three, top four, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? The matter yeah. of like 20 games, I think, or less than maybe less than 20 games. And that's, that's dope. That's, yeah. I mean, that's what you got to do. But yeah, I mean, things, things are different. Things are weird. For me personally, it's just weird to see Ronaldo not have what he but looks but this, like. But the thing was, it's like, this was bound to happen. I want to say sooner or later, but in the sense that, there was going to come a point in time where it was like they weren't going to be as, I want to say successful, but as what we've always would see consistently for like four or five years. Like every year there was like them always one up each other, one up each other, one up and one up each other. It was going to come a time, a point in time that was like as much as they did good, whatever they did last year in the, you know, the last two years or whatever, it was going to, it was gonna dwindle down to like to the point where it's like, whoa, they're not even scoring in like five, six, seven games. Where before it was like, you don't score one game, you're done. <laughs> and then the next game they put three, they put four, and the game after another three, like they just constantly would score it after that. You know what I mean? Yes and no, because I'm gonna take age into a factor here. Oh yeah, like when Ronaldo to left, some extent. Left, when Ronaldo left, he was 33, so he went 34. from Madrid. Okay. Juve. Yeah. 
he was able to do a lot more than right now than Messi is at that age with a less high-packed team. Yeah, but beginning in a, in a realm of his standards of like, yes, it was all yeah. champions, win champions. I get it, I get it. Yeah, but I'm just going off of like the performance of those three years at Juve. Uh huh. Thirty four, thirty five to thirty six. Okay. And he was able to bring what he does, and that's goals and impact the game. Was he though? Yes. I mean, again, he didn't win champions. I agree. I agree. Hold on. I agree. Let me just say, I'm going off the age yeah. of their careers. Yeah. The last five years. The last five Wait, years. How old is Messi now? 35. He's two years apart. Mm. So, so, yeah, but. So, in the last five years, who was the last person to win champions out of both of them? Cristiano. Cristiano. Right? Because that's when he did the, the three, right? When he won three in a row? Last year, who won the champions? Chelsea? Yeah, the, the year before, before that, that. I think it was Munich. Munich? Yeah. And before that, um, Liverpool? Liverpool. And the year before that was Real. Yeah, that was the last one. And the year before that was Real. So the last five years, yeah, Real Ronaldo won. has won champions. Two. Yeah, those two. two. Yeah, so, yeah. But, so what I'm saying is, the age group where he's been able to do, he didn't, he didn't win champions, right? Right. We get yeah. it. But all I'm saying, the performance-wise, and when you go to accolades and you go to like individual stuff, yeah. Um, at age 34, 35, 36, he was able to perform at a high level that impacted his team at least. Yeah. So I'm comparing that age to Messi. Yeah. Like you said, if he's taking vacation, then what is he really impactful in? Because he had two nice goals or a couple of goals in Champions yeah. League, which is great. Oh, he's not impacting at all. The thing so is that... But hold on, let me, let me finish. Go Again, ahead. I'm not trying to just... I'm just trying to let people understand that at this point, there's age involved. Like if age is an impact for these guys in some way, shape, or form. Because if you're telling me all these things about, oh, Ronaldo doesn't have it, he needs this, he needs that, like I get it. But when you put into age what Ronaldo is at, I think he's still going to perform at a high level. Now, as I spoke with, with United, the players around him, if they want it as bad as he does, they're going to get that performance. Yeah. Now, going into Messi's situation that we only seen him at Barca. I'm probably still going to say again, it's different from Argentina and Barca. From Barca to PSG, I get I get the same answer. Oh, you got to give him time. Again, Ronaldo left from Madrid to Juve and did something high for the impact, at least in that league. Yeah. In a good way of like, okay, you didn't get champions, but dude, you, you fucking you did some shit. Yeah. At that age, yeah, right, and everyone yes. says you're pretty much done at that age. You're retired. Like most soccer players, like even right now, Benzema, he's 34. Yeah, he's a shit right now. I think mm. he's him and Lewandowski right now, and, and Salah, yeah. those three players right now. Yeah, but he's 34. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like what I'm I'm trying to pinpoint here is that you're giving me your guys as goat, but at the uh, age he's not I, goading. I'll, I'll tell you why. And and I think it's like. Yeah, if he's done, if he feels like he's done everything and he's just there just to play and do what he can, then then what it, it goes into like the Kobe mentality, yeah. Mamba mentality. Yeah. Cristiano, like, okay, so are you are we done with Messi? We're just gonna be like, all right, dude, you gave us everything. Cool, man. Do your thing, we'll respect it. But if you're telling us you're going to PSG, we understand your circumstances of what happened. Yeah. But are you Telling us you're just going, just to going, or you're really going because you're trying to win something, mm. but you haven't won anything. In s- you haven't won a champions in six years. Uh, you can, you can get like I told you, yeah. you can get all the Ballon d'Ors you want. 
all of them. But I always think that when you play in a team sport, if your player can impact these games at a high level, I think it's far better than when you get individual awards and saying someone's a goat. Yeah. And that's why I like we I can I we can agree on the Kobe thing of what he's done. Yeah. And what don't people don't see. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So at this level, I just don't I just don't know what it is for I mean you're probably gonna tell me, I just don't know what it is for Messi at this level at this point in time in his career because yeah, you see the major difference. Ronaldo still wants it. Ronaldo's still mm. gonna cry for it and be upset for it and do whatever the fuck he can to get something. Yeah. Because he's not done. Yeah. You know, as for Messi, it's just for me it's gonna be like, all right, dude, you eight or with seven, seven ball, cool, great. Yeah. Great. Uh, Copa America, you you deserve it the way it was. We spoke on it. Just between you and Maradona, Maradona did it to the end. Yeah. Maradona <coughs> played lovely to the end. Yeah. So good. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was only going to say the age comparison. Um, the only reason why I don't want to fully agree, I feel like uh, I think Messi did everything at a, I want to say younger age, but to the age of where Ronaldo did everything and were not in the sense did everything, but basically, how do I put this? We're really going to get into this. No, <laughs> no. Cause it's like, All the time. yeah, it's just, it's cause it's like, I get his age thing, but I think Messi just want everything so much sooner in terms of age to like, it's like, okay. That was it. I honestly believe if if he would have stayed at Barca and stayed with that coach, I don't. I still think he'd have the season he's having now in the form with PSG. But think of what you said earlier today. Those players that don't. Sorry, those players that don't adjust. Oh no no, players, no no no! You know what I mean? But, but I, you but said earlier. Yeah you know yeah what I'm saying, right? yeah. I get what you're saying, but I, I don't think Messi was ever that kind of player though. I don't I don't feel like he ever but was it, because it proves well, your point. Though. You know, it does prove my point, but I'm saying I'm, I'm not trying to like side with anything here, but I'm saying in the form of like what we're seeing. No, I know <laughs> you are. But like in what we're seeing in terms of two individual players, like Ronaldo's always been the competitor to want to win and this, this and that. Messi not saying he wasn't or anything. Yeah, he was going to win, but he was going to win under like not un, not in the spotlight. He was going to just win in the form of what, the way he can. And when when Pep left and when when the Tito passed away, and um, I can't remember who the last one was there. Enrique? But yeah, when Enrique was, after he was gone. That was the last one they won. Yeah, those, those three coaches were probably the closest to the form of what um, Pep was doing in terms of having Messi be at his best. Um, once they were gone, you kind of saw it. You kind of saw the dynamic of him change a little bit, but you didn't really see him see, like, I'm going to try to do better and be better. It was just more of like he's there and he's just going to be playing his role to where it just started to kind of dwindle down little by little. Because at that point, he's already kind of won. I want to say he won everything and was successful enough to kind of just stop. Because I think the last thing for him was was the Copa America. That was his one and probably only goal after that. The closest he obviously got was the World Cup with Argentina. But I don't think he was I don't think he knew or I don't think he believed he was going to get anything closer than that after that other than the Copa America. So in the sense, yeah, he kind of won everything. So he just kind of just played a role throughout the time. But with Cristiano, it's always, you know, he always wants to win, always wants to be the best, always this, always that. And it's and that's just his pers- his persona. That's his, persa- his personality. He's on the spotlight. He's going to want to win. And like I said, no discredit to what either one of them. 
But I just think Messi won a lot of things sooner in the form of where his age was as opposed to Ronaldo. But with Ronaldo is that he always wants to keep going and always wants to keep competing. He, in the form of like, I'm not, he, he's going to be like the Tom Brady of damn soccer. He's going to want to play till he's like 45. And, and who knows of how, where he's going to be at in terms of success at that point. But we're just going to have to wait and see. And I think I don't think Messi's gonna be the kind of guy that's like I, I I don't think he wants to play till he's forty. I don't think he wants to play, you know, further other than you know what he's doing now. And I, and if he were to be, let's just say he were to be at Barca right now, with everything that happened and Xavi coming in, I would I think there'd be a, a bigger turnaround there with him with with that situation. As opposed to what he has at PSG. Yeah, like there's like a spark for him. Yeah. Oh. He's like he's like a oh okay, yeah. Good. I like, think at PSG it's just like I'm here. I'm here. Of the situation that was in. I'm here. And 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 the other thing too is it's like he has two of the one of the two like the better players in the world right that are there. It's like, what does he really have to do and, and show? You know what I mean? Like they it's like hey, hold on. It's like those guys obviously are pushing themselves to be the best and whatever. You got Mbappe, who's still young. Neymar, who's been trying to prove himself since, like, day one and and, and just gets a lot of setbacks. Messi's already accomplished everything, and this is kind of, I want to say, the end route for him, but it's just like he's there. But with Ronaldo, if we really look at the pathway for Ronaldo, Ronaldo, I'm not saying he had everything at Real Madrid, but, yeah, he won. He did everything he did. But then he went to Juve. And, like, kind of like you said, everything was kind of, like, feeded towards him feed it towards him feed it towards him and he's the guy that's going to put everything on his shoulders and try to go and go and go and he did whatever he could at juve and then he came to now over here i don't want to say it's the same but i want to say it's almost similar because united before he was there was becoming successful again to the point where it was building up again now it's like okay we're missing a piece and they brought in ronaldo and by bringing ronaldo in everybody kind of just got that assumption of like Oh, he's here. We're going to start winning. Which we thought. Which everybody, which we is what, well, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is what we thought. Oh, he's here. We're just going to start winning games left and right. Yeah. Ronaldo's just going to pull out his his hand out of his pocket and he's like, "There's a goal. There's a goal." You know, like that's kind of so hard. which which yeah, which is what it, which is again what everybody assumed because that's Ronaldo. Yeah. But they lost sight of what the team really was. Yeah. Whereas PSG, we've known PSG has been this and it's been the same. Yeah. For countless years, yeah, yeah, yeah. countless years, it's not changed. The idea, the realm, everything that they've done has not changed. Right. It's been the same, and that's been the issue at PSG as to why they can't be successful. United was getting there, and then just kind of implementing this. Everyone's like, "Okay, everyone stop. What are they doing? Just go to Ronaldo." Where we were, we we had something that was being good and getting better for them to be like, "Oh, he's here. Okay, we have to." St- Scratch that. Forget the the whole plan, the whole idea. We're gonna feed Ronaldo now. We're gonna feed we're, Ronaldo's gonna do everything for us. That's kind of what it seemed like. Not saying that it's what it is, right, right. but that's I what it, it seemed it. like. I get what you could say. I get so, but but Ronaldo, being who Ronaldo <laughs> is, of course, he's gonna take on that mantle. He's gonna take on that challenge, and he's gonna try to push and be the best and do this and that. Or honestly, Messi, I think he got there and was like, I don't have to do anything. I I, I could just be here. I, <laughs> I saw him like. That's li- like that. That's what it looks like, and I'm sure Messi's like, okay, I can step back and just kind of enjoy it. it. Doesn't have to really fall on me in the sense, and I think he's seeing that where it's like, 
they're losing their whatever. Yeah, he got booed for like for the first time ever, I think, in life. in his life, and uh, as opposed like from his own team, whatever. No, they said boo earns. No boo earns. So I think that's what happened, and that's what's happening. It's like, whoa, like, I'm pretty sure it might. I don't know if it will change his mentality to be like, okay, we're gonna do better. But it's like, at this point, it's like. Does I mean, he really at, have at, to? At this point, with two, the fact that there's still two of the top players, sorry, there's two the two players that, that have done the most. They're in this predicament because they're still on the top of the yeah. Team. Like the teams that are they're on, they're still at the top level. Yeah, meaning like if one of them left to the MLS right now, like, I don't think it'd be talked as much anymore. I think they finally yeah. would be like, okay, he's over there, he's a shine, he's like wherever smaller yeah. league they're at, they're gonna be like, we know it's over. Like yeah. we know you're just gonna enjoy. Like even. Even when Neymar says, "Yeah, I'm sure I'll end up at the MLS," and yeah. then you know what? You know why? What he said? What? Oh, because they have a longer vacation time. Oh, there you go. I mean, we know that's Neymar. Again, we know Brazilians, yeah, right? Yeah, Those yeah. type of Brazilians of players, like you know. Again, the only reason why I bring it up is just I obviously dive into it and yeah. stuff like that. But um, but yeah, I think uh, it is what it is. But let's yeah. uh, let's move on. Let's finish up with the uh, predictions and what we think and what's coming up. Oh shit, I forgot about all that. <laughs> but I do want well the one that's coming up. What's coming up? I don't know Your predictions. Up. I think we did we do what these predictions? It? No, we haven't done predictions in a while. What's coming up? The classical? No, oh, well, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. I, I, and tomorrow. do I care for it? Uh, it's, it's gonna like be well. Benzema got hurt now, so I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm gonna favor Barca because I love Barca, but I think it's gonna be better than the first game when they met up. Yeah, I think it's finally like yeah, a, it's gonna uh, be like like the the, the the eyeballs are gonna come back because of Benzema yeah. and the, they won. Like well, Benzema got hurt, so he's not well, playing. But yeah, 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 yeah. But it's they're doing better, and then Barca's do, yeah, 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 a little bit. So I'm gonna okay. give it to Barca. Yeah, I'll give it to Barca. Okay. Um, but I was gonna talk about a little bit. Uh, the uh, the playoffs are coming up for Euro Cup. The the qualifying. The World Cup. Yeah, next week. Who cares? <laughs> Nobody cares about that. Jeez. I do. My Portuguese. Uh, there's like only one team that's worried about to be looked. It was as well. Portugal, right? I think that's the only one, right? Everyone else is kind of in. Well, Italy. Rushes out of it for some reason. I don't know. Who are they supposed to play? I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, who are they supposed to play? Were they already Poland. in? No, they were in the playoff too, but they took them out. So Poland automatically gets in? Or? Whoever they have going to the, to the final of that. Oh. Oh, I think it was like Sweden and somebody yeah. for them, so and I think and I think I we think said Poland. We I think we said like Poland and Sweden or something. I don't know. It was something along those lines. Um. Okay then. Damn. Let's, let's let's end it with oh the, the Champions League. We saw who won. We know who won. Ah, uh, my final four. Let me pull it up. Who is it? It's uh. You have it? Yeah, yeah. It's wait. It. Is this? No, because the there's an actual bracket. I know, but am I looking at the right one? I don't know if I'm looking at the right one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, here it is. Okay. Uh, Benfica, Liverpool, Villarreal, Munich, Man City, Atletico, Chelsea, Madrid. All right, my prediction. So let's go Benfica, Liverpool. Uh, I got Liverpool. Liverpool also. That should be a no-brainer. Okay, what's the next one? Uh, Villarreal and, ben- and Munich. Munich. I'm surprised with Villarreal, to be honest with you, because they won a Europa League last year. Man, and they're a team that... They like played against Juve. I know, but they're, but th- but that's a team again... That probably right. shouldn't like they came from Europa League. Yes, I know. You know, like they shouldn't have gone this far. Like well, you know what I mean? They're, so they're so I, far. Wait, hold on. Out of all of them, them and Bef- or are they the more surprised team? I think Benfica? those are the most. Yeah, Benfica's always been in the championship. Benfica's always been in the championship. But I think Villarreal is the more surprised because they were in the Europa last year. They're the dark horse or whatever yeah. you want to call so them. So right? I'll I'll still go Munich, but I don't think it's gonna be. I mean, I'll be surprised. You I mean, but then again, but then again, 
<laughs> Munich did kind of be like, oh, we tied 1-1. But yeah, well, let's go win 7-0 the next game. Yeah, that's why I was like, all right, Jesus. So uh, I'll, go, I'll still go Munich on that one. And then where do you go next? Uh, uh, City and Atletico. Ah, uh, city. 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 I mean, Atletico did good. I mean, they did okay. They got enough to get by, but... And then, and then Chelsea and Madrid... It's I mean, if Chelsea can go to the game. <laughs> I don't know. Kyra Havertz, who said it? Uh, I'll pay for it. Uh, if they could get to the game, uh, we'll see. Um, Madrid's on a good form. I'm a, I'm a bit but surprised. In, I don't know how long. When's these games? I don't even forget. Uh, April 6th. In April? These Two games weeks? are in April? First so week hopefully of April. Benzema's Two, three back. weeks. Yeah, I should be back by then. Um, so you got... I'm going to go Madrid because I'm, I'm surprised on one that the like PSG beat them the first game, but they like manhandling the first game. They just couldn't score, and they scored in the last minute. The second game, I was shocked. I was surprised with Madrid. Madrid, shocked. Like, no, like, shocked. for real. Like, Madrid came out a completely different team. I saw the game. A completely um, I, different team. It was night and day from the first game to the second it game. Felt, I'm going to be honest. It felt like the old Madrid. Yeah. No, yeah. They were like, it, the, the, lo- the loss that it? they had, it was such a bad loss. It was a 1-0 loss. But if you saw the game, it was such a bad loss that you're like, how did Madrid even get out of the group loss? Like, they should have not, like, that game should not have been 1 0. They were very fortunate that it was 1 0. And then this game, the second game, wow, like, the the back and forth, just the the effort, the everything that they, like, I don't like Madrid at all. But to see what I witnessed, that was like, wow, that, that was. That was a winning game for sure. Respectable. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So I'm going to go. I will go Madrid just in the merit because of the form that they're going in. And Chelsea right now has been kind of like up and down. The media is really giving them a beating right now. So it's like it's hard on that. I mean, so if they can mentally be focused in there, they could give them a challenge. But I'm going to probably lean towards more Madrid. I'm going with Madrid. Uh, but very close. I think I think Chelsea's still gonna put up a fight. Yeah, they'll I mean, put up a fight. I mean, they're they're putting it, they're backed up in a corner where everything's yeah. going on, and it's like, all right, what are you gonna do? Yeah, you know, they're all odds are against them, obviously, yeah. right? From like how to get there and all that bullshit. Yeah. So okay, so then that leaves uh, Liverpool, Munich, Munich City, City, and Madrid, Madrid, which is gonna be the top four best teams right now, right? I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Right now, in form, yeah. Um, you have uh, two of the best Premier Leagues right teams and then and then Munich obviously is Munich and then Madrid they're the top team still and who do you pick from there the final four mm. from the final or to uh, the Liver- final Liverpool I I I feel that they're really right now because they got closer to the Premier League I feel like they're gonna push more for the Just Premier League up, like, let's get it I I don't think they're gonna push as I, they're gonna push for yeah. Champions League but I feel like if they lose Champions League I think I feel like the goal right now is for them is is um the Premier League I think so just because they've already won Champions League and that gave everybody... No, it is Champions League. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure they want to win it just as much as anybody else. But I feel like if they lose that, I think they're going to be like, eh, it's okay, we lost it. But if they win the Premier League, that's fine. City wants to win the Champions League. Pep wants a damn Champions League with City. So I'm going to pick City over Madrid because he's played Madrid countless times. And I and uh, they'll go in the final. I feel like Munich will come back because Munich, they'll win their league regardless. And they'll be far ahead. Their season will end by by the time they get to the final of Champions League. Yeah. So I'll I'll probably pick Munich and City in the final, and in the final, as much as I hate it, I, I'm gonna go City. Okay, that's respectable. If they go back again from last year, because they're they're being consistent right now too. They are struggling a little bit, but I feel like they're not so focused on on um 
on the uh, on the Premier League. I feel like it's flipped for City and Liverpool right now. Liverpool wants the Premier League. City wants Champions League. Yeah. They want um, Champions They've been winning Premier League. Liverpool finally got that monkey off their back of winning it a couple years ago. They won the league a couple years ago. So they they finally got over, been, the, done that. They got over the hangover of it. So I think right now for them, it's like because they're so close to the Premier League to win it, I think cha- just as much as they're close to the Champions League, but I feel like the when it's probably going to come down to it, I think the Premier League is going to be the main focus for them to want to win. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with what I want, but I kind of feel like it's possible because of what I've seen so far. I'm not saying. I mean, there's been games where 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 Bayern Munich should have won in their league. Yeah. And we're like, uh, as opposed to watching Liverpool, Liverpool has actually won games where they need to win, and yeah. we understand why they lost some of these yeah. games. Yeah. But they've been more consistent than Bayern Munich in their league and yeah. and in the Champions League. Like you said, oh, the one one, yeah, Bayern and seven zero. Like, yeah, it's like all right, dude, when you guys <laughs> want to play, I guess. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Liverpool. Yeah. And on the other side, I'm gonna go with City, just because I think yes, yeah, City, just City's on a roll. City's one of the best teams in the world right now. And yeah. And Madrid's more of the like, holy shit, you guys are still good. Yeah. It's like one of those like, all right, what yeah. the fuck? Like, yeah. we thought you were gonna be done after Cristiano. Yeah. But all right, Benz, like if Benzema yeah. can still stay in form, it's gonna be a challenge. I think it's gonna be a closer game between. I mean, these four teams still. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna pick this because one, I want to see, and one, I actually think it's gonna happen. Where uh, one of them's gonna even win either one. It's gonna be Liverpool City in the final. One wins league, great. The other one's gonna win Champions League. Yeah, that's what, that's what I see. It. Then it's gonna be like the Premier League is still the best. Yeah, like, you know, and that, it is what it is. And, um, yeah, and at that point, uh, I think it, I don't want to get even further, but like if it goes all the way for for uh, for Liverpool, which I think would be cool. Now that I'm thinking of it, uh, and everything goes their way, goals come in for Salah, he can get Ballon d'Or. Oh yeah, if he wins Premier and Champions and does goals and he's top. Yeah. Sh- yeah. That should be dope. I would, I would want yeah. to see that. That would be nice. That would be that cool would be to nice. finally see him, yeah. an African player, to, to since a long time, yeah. since way I think, yeah, to 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 win it and like, that's the side I want to see because it's, it's yeah. I'm seeing the, the <coughs> I'm seeing the games. Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. Well deserved and all. Yeah. So that's my prediction. So, so I'm th- oh the prediction of winning Champions League. I think it's gonna be City winning it. Yeah. And Liverpool, Liverpool winning, winning the league. It, yeah. yeah. I feel like it's like that way too because City is struggling. It's funny they're struggling, not like struggling bad, but it's like, it's like teams are gonna beat them. Somehow. They're getting beaten and they're just kind of like struggling in the sense that they like these games are like, hold on, you guys just like beat Sporting like five zero, but you, you struggle to like beat like Norwich or something. Oh uh, no, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Yeah, it's like uh, what just happened? It's like Ted Lasso's team. Yeah, so it's like I feel like that's what I'm saying. I think they're. I think the focus is for for Champions League. Not that they're not gonna. Not that they don't want to win Premier League. I'm sure they want to win it just as much. But I think they're, they're like, uh, we lose a game here and we can get a win for Champions League instead. Like, they'll take the Champions League win rather than the Premier League win. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that's what's coming up. Yeah. Well, it's right. almost three hours. This is one of our longest as well. So yeah. uh, let's wrap it up. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, pretty I'm much, good. Right? Yeah. All right. I want to thank you guys for continuing to watch. We want you guys to interact. Please subscribe. Please comment. Hit us up. DM us. I'm gonna speak to you guys. Um, well, whoever can, but like you know, keep watching. We appreciate it. Um, so yeah, until next time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All See right. you. Yeah. Bye.